What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Roski, the second running longest episodic program here on YouTube. You on here with the Bruce Wayne, it is ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. AKA Mr. Coach Lady, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That be every woman's fantasy. And CGA, which is Sea God Allah and the 10 time demonetized champion of YouTube. We got a great show for you lined up here. Today, proof. Proof that CGA was right. That the average American woman is in trouble here. Don't you get it for oh. your thick skull that I'm broke. He's in trouble. Dead, flat, stony, broke. Stony. I've got $3.85. We got an appearance on a video by Caleb Hammer, and we're going to review that. That's somebody's daughter up here, but we're going to review some other things as well. And uh, if anybody wants to say that I'm wrong about this, uh, I don't know what to tell you here. There's going to be more and more proof. That if you have a family, female relatives, if you have any of these people, they are flat stony broke out here. If you're looking for a girlfriend, if you're looking for someone to love, and here you go right here, man. These women, oh, man, they be out here struggling. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be, that be pinned to the top of the live chat on Z Free Agent Lifestyle Channel. And yes, you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. And might I just let you know real quick that it is Takeout Thursday. It is Takeout Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take you out with some Takeout Thursday. I thought I had some good Takeout Thursdays here. I don't even know what's going on. Well, let's take you over to Korea. Apparently, all right, the Korean baseball players' wives are going nuts over there. And it's causing quite the stir. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. These guys right here is like, look at my wife. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, that's your wife up there. And uh-oh, she throwing it back with them flat backs. And this nigga is like, oh, my goodness. He's like, wait a minute. Who are All right. You? Even he can't keep his wife from shaking that thing. Look at this. Oh, no. Yes, indeed. And here's another one. Uh-oh, look at them with them little A cups. Oh, maybe that's an A mile. Okay, and he out of there. He like, oh, my goodness, goodness. All right, look at this. Oh, my goodness. They definitely want to get throttled and they crazy. Jesus, Jesus, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, look at Throw it back. Let's go, girls. He is like, really, honey? Oh, the humanity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's takeout Thursday. All right, this ninja like, what's going on with my wife out here? My wife been looking like in these streets. <laughs> Wanted to throw it back and pop it. Let's take you out to Vietnam and see what the Americans are doing with their passport. Let's take you to the scene of the crime. Uh, we got some starving ninjas out here in Vietnam. Let's kick that music real quick. Kick that music. So we can share what's going on here. Look at this ninja right here. He got him a Sailor Moon ass bitch out here. This ninja. Yeah, that's brother starving. Hey, when you old ninja, especially your old white man out here, you got you a Sailor Moon. Hello. Look, let's take it here. Uh, his old wife ain't doing it no more. The ninja went to Vietnam to get him some poke poke. Some sucky sucky. And how much? What kind of fuck you give me? Indeed. All right. Who else? 
Uh-oh, look at this big old ninja right here. All right, yeah, we went, We ain't shaming the ninja. This ninja looking like he been hit over the head a few too many times. And uh, he got him a nice little piece over there in Vietnam. Mm -mm. All right, look at him. So Korea, all right, he all around the uh, place over there. Shout out to these guys right here. I don't think they'll get in the bind like them ninjas over in Colombia. I don't think so. Oh, we got another one here. Take a look at this. Y'all ninjas better go on and get your passport. All right. Tall Chad is over there getting him some sucky sucky. Oh, sucky sucky now. Chad over there getting him some sucky 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 sucky. And what kind of fuck you give me? Indeed. Yes. What kind of fuck you give me? American people ain't kind of fuck. Love fuck. Oh. Sex only fuck. Break up fuck. Make up fuck. Drunk fuck. Buddy fuck. Yeah. Take out Thursday over there. Popping in Vietnam. Woo. Take out Thursday. There we go right there. Look at this ninja over there. Beta Brad left his wife at home. And he got him a little takeout today. He got him a little takeout right in front of the police. Yes, indeed. It's all good down in Vietnam. Passport. Uh-oh, look at this. Youngster out there with his passport got him some takeout. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Got him some takeout. What kind of fuck you give me? Oh, yeah. Get him. Oh, she flatbacked the Supreme. Oh, yes. Oh, a little tiny foldable. Okay. Let's go, Vietnam. Where we at? Okay. Oh, that's the same ninja. All right, they caught him twice. All right, they didn't caught this ninja twice. All right, anyway. <laughs> Ling Ling in the building. Get your passports, ninja. Get your passport. Anyway. All right. He says, whatever you do, do not show this to Pookies. All right. No, no, no. Not at all. Them ninjas gone. What kind of fuck you give me? Ninjas got him some takeout this week. And you saw it was everybody, all kind, old men, tall chads, beta brads, women, dudes with wives at home. All right, anyway, shout out to y'all, Vietnam. What kind of fuck you give me? Oh, I got one for you. I got one for you. <laughs> all right, any man. All right, uh, anyway, anyway, y'all need just booking your flights as we speak. All right, shout out to y'all, book your flights. It looks like a good time there. It looks like a good time there. All right. Uh, anyway, what do we got going on? Let's get to the show. Uh, what are we doing? Straggle and Sniggle Theater? Let's do it. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater, man. I got the doom and gloom slide up. It's Straggle and Sniggle Theater, all right? We're going to start with uh, a well-known guy. Take a look at this guy. You know this guy from one thing. The youngins, you guys don't know. You guys don't know. The youngins, LeVar Burton was the host of Reading Rainbow. Now, was he Reading Rainbow? I don't want to say. I don't know if he's come out or anything. But uh, he also was Kunta Kente, a young Kunta Kente. All right, before he uh, ran away, uh, but he was the Kuta Kente that got trapped over there in Roots. So uh, LeVar Burton holds a special place in our heart. Uh, but LeVar Burton out here, what happened to LeVar? Niggas always gotta show they uh, this ninja done found out he didn't did an ancestry. I told you guys, I told you black Americans to not do your DNA. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. 
Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? I told you to stop doing your DNA, white folks, you too, because as Paul Mooney said, if you shake your family tree, a ninja will fall out. And y'all ninjas think you guys ain't got no white in you. Y'all all all got white on you. Have you seen what Africans look like? Ninja, we definitely mixed. All right? I'm light brown. All right? I ain't nowhere near what black people looked like 300 years ago coming off the boat. Or the black Native Americans, yes, in, in Pensacola. The black black Seminole tribe-ass ninjas. All right, whatever it is. The Geechee-ass ninjas. Hey, you see what black people look like? They black. They literally black. All right, ninja, I'm brown. You know you got some white in you. All right, and this ninja found out, and he's stunned. All right, he's stunned. You big dummy. He like, I got white in you? Yes. Ninja, you African-American. Did you not understand? Uh, Look at my (laughs) African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? And he's stunned. He's like, what? All right. They had to reveal to him, and they said, LeVar Burton discovers he descended from Confederate soldier. There's some conflict roiling inside of me. Yes, white folks. All of us ninjas got white in us. If we ain't black and blacker than the trillion midnight, we got some white in us somewhere or some Native American. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Like, where you been? I'm looking at you like kind of sideways as to, yes. (laughs) Let me see what the story says here. LeVar Burton made a shocking discovery about his bloodline here in America, namely that he's actually part white and that one of his ancestors was part of the Confederacy. Yeah. You part redneck, Ninja. What you talking about? All right, uh, here it is right here. What did he do? He, I think he probably did the TV show with that one guy, Finding Your Roots with Henry Luis Gates. Um, y'all giving him a lot of power going on this show. He he finessing the shit out of y'all. But uh, allegedly, I just don't know. LeVar Burton got a glimpse into his lineage and Finding Your Roots and discovered something about his ancestors that shocked him. The former reading Rainbow host. Freedom to read advocate and actor known uh, actor knew little about his lineage. He's been estranged from his father, not a shock, since he was 11 and his mother had been tight lipped about his own history. Uh, More parental alienation there. Burton said it was impossible to get her to open up about her upbringing. Well, because she was a skeezer, more than likely. That's allegedly all these women out here be skeezing and. Whoever that dad is that you think is your dad that you're estranged from, that probably is not your daddy. In these streets. <laughs> All right. You, you, somebody else, your pappy. I'm pappy. All right. It says on the PBS series, Finding Your Roots, hosted by Henry Luis Gates Jr., um, explained to Burton that the show uses uh, every tool available, including a genealogist, a genealogist, not a genie, who combed through uh, paper trails stretching back hundreds of years and DNA experts to compile a thorough history and what the series calls a book of life, not knowing much about his extent. Okay, we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty right here. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. All right, they use Social Security numbers. They went back. They traced them back to several people. And it says right here, so Granny was half white. Yes. Ninja, the series then dropped the bomb on the Star Trek, the new generation actor, Dixon, the granny, was a teenager. Here we go. Living in. Wait a minute. Who is Dixon? Oh, there's the guy named James Henry Dixon. Okay. And James Henry Dixon was the biological father. Okay, right there. He was a white farmer 
who was married with several children. And the granny was half white. And they said right here, Dixon was a teenager living in North Carolina when the Civil War broke out in 1861. And when Dixon turned 17, he joined the junior reserves of the Confederate Army. Dixon was a defender of slavery who went on to uh, to father a child with a black woman born into slavery. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, just like that. I often wonder about white men of that period and how they justified themselves with ninja. You know, Punani's Punani, ninja. As long as you a human being out here. Okay. But what did we just talk about with teenagers the other day? In the 18, mid-1800s, teenagers was like, all right, I'll go fight. You know what I mean? Like, you had to go do something. But uh, Cletus, the defender of slavery, was clapping some black booty out there. Yes, he was. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. He was Kuta Kente's granny was half white. Oh, boy. Ninja, this is a whole. Oh, the humanity. I told you guys. I told you guys. We're all mixed. Y'all be hanging on that pro-black shit. I'll be like, Ninja, most of y'all got white people in your family. And most pop, most of us going to have some white people in our future. <laughs> All right, Ninja's like, how do they justify relationships? Ninja, you got, look, man, if you read Shea Guevara's book, Shea Guevara used to just pluck his uh his his maid when he was a teenager. He used to just take her to the side. They, they used to run trainings on the na- on the uh maid. Trainings. I'm gonna tell you, man, uh the 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 complex the complex thing about societies and human beings is uh Punani's Punani, whether it's a slave Punani or a non-slave Punani. <laughs> right, I'm just letting you know, Ninja. Uh, nobody has ever stopped fornicating just because people thought you were subhuman. Yeah. All right, we all human beings, Ninja. Some people be out there with goats and lambs, Ninja. You. All right. Anyway, it's wild. You're a half citizen. You're three fifths compromised. However, that peace leave is full. All right. Here we go. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. What a world we live in. Uh, they could not probably determine if um, if it was a grape. Here it says right here, two major commercial. It says Bart Gates said Burton had taken two of the the mainstream DNA tests, and uh, it says right there it almost never have tested. Hold on for a second. The two major commercial DNA tests almost have never tested. An African American who was a hundred percent sub-Saharan African. Okay, uh, Gates says we all have white ancestry. Boy, oh boy, you Uncle Tom's out here. We all have white ancestry. Mm. I've been done told y'all this. Even you pro bleedy blacks, you got white blood running through your veins, brother. Right. Shout out to Donald Trump. Oh, you know he got some black ass American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Ah, uh, we all got that white people in us, man. Do y'all want to get it out now? You want to get it out? White folks was busy with y'all ninjas. All right, what are we doing here? Stragglewood Nickel Theater goes on. Uh, somebody from uh, Inglewatts want to talk about the good old days of how your mama. Used to be out in these streets, too. In these streets? I remember I always tell you about women riding the bus and the bus driver. Well, let's hear what happened here. This is uh, Slink Johnson. 
back in the days, I used to catch the RTD home from school. Now she didn't go to school with me, but I'd always see your mama jump on about four stops after me and do the same thing. No pass, no cash, and she sit in the same spot right in the front across from our driver, Earl. Now she'd be up there talking to him, keeping him company, making him laugh, and you could see dudes smiling from ear to ear from the back of the bus. Now I'm no expert, but it was clear to me that Earl was smitten with your mama. This went on for about two weeks, then one day I didn't see your mama get on the bus. A couple more days went by and I didn't see her get on the bus still. So I asked Earl, hey Earl, what happened to the little cutie that be riding with you? Earl said, man, she can't ride my bus no more. I took her to the snooty and she burned me, dog. And she stole my wallet. Niggas know your mama. I dropped them off at uh, your mama was out here riding the RTD. Hey, Red, who remembers the RTD? Who from California, man? They used to call it the rough, tough, and dirty, or the rough, tough, and dangerous. The RTD used to be the public transportation. Oh, your mama used to get out I there. Your mama used to see your bu the local bus driver used to run game on your mammy. <laughs> the local bus driver used to run game on your mammy. Your mama was a freak. Your mama was out here trying to get to work and she had to throw a little leg. She had to throw a little leg. All right, Percy Earl, bus, bus driver Earl used to pick up mad holes on his route. That was when, you know, bitches didn't have cars and they had to get on the bus to go to work. Oh, boy. Your mama's out here throwing a little leg. Why do I have to work? <laughs> I am sexy. I am sexy. I like his California, Southern California uh, a ninja accent too. He had the Southern California ninja accent. All right, what do we got here? We have uh, we have swingers, and of course, these swingers are they metaphiles? Here we go, right here. These swingers use Disneyland to hook up. Oh man, there's some definitely some uh, dude uh, pooter intruders and some lick 'em low lovers, aka Lily Lint lickers. Let's hear what's going on here. Anyone who knows me and my long-term boyfriend know that we meet a lot of our friends online these days. We have made a ton of friends in the Disney community, a majority of which we have met on Swingers Upon Main. This is an app for swingers by swingers. Swingers that love Disney. Ashley and I love to swing all over Walt Disney World Resort. The Grand Floridian. Main Street, USA. Cinderella's Castle. Space Mountain. Oh, and people love to drink around the world. Well, how about swinging around the world? <laughs> it's our favorite. Swing Upon Main has Disney lovers from all oh. over the world. And we all just oh, come together in the most magical place on Earth. And heck, why not call it the most fun oh. place on Earth, too? We don't just trade pins at Magic Kingdom. We trade partners. Oh, oh humanity. <laughs> You can download the app Swing Upon Main. Oh, man. No, 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 no. We ain't giving y'all no free. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. What they got to say? A whole new world. Oh, ninja. Just send it. These ninjas. And what does it say? A twink and a redhead. A twink and a redhead. Ninja, send it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Send it, man. Y'all some weirdos. Gen Z, man, send it on y'all. A twink and a redhead. She can come over here and purr over here. All right, I will send her back to that twink, but I figure they might be carrying something. And they out there swinging? I bet you he's swinging on something else. Look at this. They using Disneyland. Ain't Disneyland for kids? Oh, my goodness. They out there swapping. Look at this ninja. Oh, my goodness. All these people nasty. These people. 
Oh, man, where's she at? She about the only thing I'm interested in. And look at this, man. Y'all ninjas is nasty out oh, here. <laughs> oh, ninja. What in the hell? Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Straggle and Sniggle Theater. All right, we have a wife uh, uh, who, who's going to hit the airwaves to complain about her husband. It says masculine man never want this. Okay, I don't know what this is called. Okay. Some of y'all's boyfriend, y'all, some of y'all's boyfriend are going to get mad at me for telling y'all this. Okay. Some of y'all's boyfriends are going to get mad at me for telling y'all this, but it's the truth and you need to know it. If you have to ask the man you are living with to help you with household chores, you do not have a male, female partner relationship. You have a parent child oh, relationship Jesus. a partner an equal oh, adult a in a partner. household does not have to be asked to do things oh. because they recognize it is their household here we go that is it your trash that's being taken out that is it your dishes that needs done that is it your children that need watch so the next time you catch yourself having to ask another adult oh. in your household to help you with something recognize you do not have a partner you have a child who is an adult who's living in your house that you're having to ask them to do their chores tell me again how we're supposed to have all this feminine energy and all that stuff when we are functioning in the role of a parent no. and having to tell our child what to do parenting a child doesn't bring out feminine energy in me it brings out mothering energy in me thank you because i'm a healthy adult what brings out feminine energy is a grown masculine man who is actually an adult and functions like an adult not a child period i don't give a fuck what you think bitch cut that bitch off next caller i've be trying to warn y'all all the time gentlemen I try to warn you all the time. Some of these women, when you get into marriages with them, it'd be worse off. I mean, they, they're going to, by the way, they have a kid. They have at least one kid. And I heard the baby shark in the backwards, in the background. Now, she's traumatized. She all going driven crazy by this child. And, of course, he doesn't help with the chores. Meow. I'm a half the parent. I just, remember I tell you they say that? Oh, I have another child. Dude, you better off living without these people. They miserable. She miserable. I'm not happy. Man, would you <laughs> shut up? How many sandwiches do I see on the table during the week? What the hell? Shout out the sandwich game. Would you shut up? Like, really? You so bothersome? These, hey, man, that marriage is doomed. Ring the bell on that marriage, by the way. That marriage is dumb. Doom. And she just on there, let me record a video while your kid playing on the C and say. Your kid got your iPad. Would you parent your kid and just, what are you worried about? He at work and you have a partner. Your partner's supposed to, oh my goodness, would you be quiet? Man, I'm living by myself. These people are useless, man. They get to complaining, complaining. They can't stop happy. complaining. <laughs> well, if you want to live with me and be a partner, who wants to be a partner? What man says, I want to be a partner? They miserable, dude. They hard to please. And they always nitpicking. Oh, me, 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 me. Unfair. And what is she talking about masculine and feminine? These people, man, I'm telling you, man, you will never get me to ever move in with a woman. 
All right, these people are loose. Speaking of loose. All right, nasty boys stand up. Let's take it down here. Ooh, wait, take a look at this. Suck it, suck it now. All right, she got her feet out. Um, them feet looking kind of. All right, let's go ahead and play it. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, oh no, not this. I'm going to the streets. End of story. Nasty boys. Check in. Oh, she. Oh, my goodness. Just. Whoa. Wait. Oh, my goodness, man. No way. Oh, look at nasty boys. Oh, oh that's nasty. Which one of y'all ninjas? Which one of y'all ninjas is going in on this? Oh, my goodness. She weather beaten. The weather to beat that, the ha and she got the nerve to be dyeing her hair black. What the world? Oh, my goodness, man. Man, we got to send it out here, brothers. We got to send it. It's just too much out here, man. Y'all out here, nasty dudes. Somebody grabbing a lotion right now. Somebody grabbing a lotion right now. Let's take a second look. There it is right there. Oh, my goodness. I see the resemblance. I see the resemblance. Lord have mercy. Yes, that is definitely going to be one of one. Well, my goodness, just. All right. Will Clap is not here. Oh, my goodness. She out there. I'm a Barbie girl. Hey, man, throw the towel in. Throw the towel in. And what are y'all ninjas going to fold this up like a love letter from your teacher? Oh, man. Woo-wee. Oh, the humanity. And she feeling herself, too. She she had the nerve to put some makeup on, brothers. What in the hell is going on here? They never throw in the towel. They never throw in the towel, do they? All right. She feeling herself, he or she. I can't tell what in the hell going on. This is just a disgrace. I don't know what the hell. I can't figure nothing out these days. Ugh. That coca. <laughs> All right, is that a, uh, it's a tranny? One of y'all ninjas going to show up. Straggling Sniggle Theater, we got, uh, nope, this is the next episode. So Straggling Sniggle Theater, let's get out of here. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggling Sniggle Theater, that was enough of that, but do me a favor, hit the like button. YouTube trash talker says, coach, he says, coach, I met a 35-year-old divorced single mother of one. She's a six-figure homeowner with a government job. I know I should run like a snake, like a slave chasing the North Star. Give me the buzzer. 35-year-old single mother. How many, how many, you said she has one child, so she's a praying mantis. She's a praying mantis. She makes six figures. And what's the problem? You don't want to be a stepdaddy? How old is the children? How old is the child? All right, how old is the child? You don't know. YouTube trash talker, put it in the chat. How old is the child? Uh, anyway. Yeah, man. I mean, they're, they out here. They out here. Shout out to Dame Digital says Lex Luger is a Barbie girl. Man, I tell you. Yes, she is, or he. Preston says, look up Country Wayne saying he was the catch. 
Um, I think I talked about it earlier. Yes. Um, and I think, uh, I, uh, yeah. Shout out to Country Wayne. I think he watches the show. Sound like he does. Maybe I'll do a video. Saddam Insane. So damn insane says F a big. Wait, homie. I think you meant a big homie that taught me the game. Shout out to you for the big homie that taught me the game. Hashtag Coach Gang Yang in the building. Appreciate you. Trying. The child is five years old. She was married for 10. No. Five-year-olds. I don't do five-year-olds. I mean, I don't. If you just hitting it, just hit it. All right? If you just hitting it, just hit it, guys. I'm, I'm not about dating those single mothers. I mean, I won't date a single mother seriously. All right? But I will steal the pootie. I will steal the pootie. I actually won't even steal the pootie. I'll take the pootie. But watch out, man. Remember, the dangerous, the most dangerous woman is 28 to 36. So watch out. Shout out to Turk says, to the victor goes the spoils. Indeed. And that was came in right at the end of the show because we were talking about do men chase women or women chase men? To the victor goes the spoils. Okay, so in a sense, men chase passion, women chase men. I know you guys want to argue me. You want to argue me. Loud Pocket says, what do you have to say? He says, Coach, I got the Hey Big Ed text, and she said, I'm not a skeezer no more. I have been delivered. So you got the Hey Big Ed text. I'm sure now you got to take her on a proper date. You reestablish the relationship, and she wants to wait and make you wait. Let's wait a while before it's too late. Man, stay away from them single mammies. Uh, shout out to... um. Let me see here. Who is this? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get this down. Hold on for a second. Shout out to Andrew G. He says, just throwing in on the barbecue. It's barbecue in there. And he says, thank you for all that you do. Go free agent for effing life. Yeah. She delivers. She wants to settle down. I'm looking for a man to settle down. And that's you. All right, shout out to Xavion says, some of these strags would have made great cops because they're both chasing after the same ninjas. They might as well get paid for it. You are absolutely right. Okay, you might as well get paid for it. They always, you know, I mean, they, they again, what women do is they position themselves. So they are the pursuers. They're, where they are is not an accident. Anywhere they go, they make sure. Now, where we are, we just looking for some. We just looking for some poontang, some sweet potato pie. Thus, they position themselves. They are the ones who position themselves to be hit on. And if they are somewhere where they don't want to be hit on, they will make it clearly known. I don't want to be here. Like the women that get um, memberships to Equinox. Remember, I, I've been, I put you up on Equinox game a long time ago back when I was a member of Equinox. And then, uh, you know, anytime I talk about something, you'll find the social proof out here. Then there was a woman crying on, on the internet saying, I paid a membership, a year worth of membership to Equinox, and I still, still haven't found a high-value man. So what are they there for? But yes, um, the same guy. This is why you don't want, you don't want women cold approaching. There's some guys out here that say, 
well, coach, if you don't want us cold approaching, should women approach men? I'm going to say you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want women out here approaching men. <laughs> All right, because if they do, Ninja, the sexual selection is going to go 95-5. They all going to chase after the same person. They're going to get in line. You do not want this. Women ain't, you guys would think women are dumb, but when it comes to mate selection, uh, doesn't mean they're going to choose the right mate. But when it comes to mate selection and mating, they got that shit down pat. They know what they're doing in terms of getting penetrated. They're going to find the ninja. They're going to find it. They're going to show up in the right spot. They're going to do their research. Now, it doesn't mean they're going to find the right one, but they're going to get them guts pushed inside out. They're going to get them guts. But yes, he says only ugly women approach. Yeah, and so if you then take the women that will never approach, which are highly attractive women, yeah, they're never going to approach. So then you put it up to the average woman. And just to be frank, um, it is the average women that are causing the problem in the sexual marketplace. It's the average woman. It's not high-end women. It's not high-class ass. It's not the escorts, really. I mean, it's not, the, it's not these women causing the problem in the sexual marketplace that is skewing the 80-20 rule, the 90-10 rule. You know who's messing it up for men from the man's, man's perspective? You know who's messing it up? The average woman, five, six, and seven. So, you know, the high-class women in the nines, they're going to still do their, they're going to be sold and traded and bartered and passed around, right? The tens are going to be, they're already, they're, they're highly paid for their, for their beauty. Beauty is a currency. The eights are wannabe, set, wannabe nines. The eights are wannabe nines, right? The eights are only nines when the nines move out to the big city and the nine, the eight in Kansas City moves up to a nine and ten. Right, the eights are essentially a big fish in a small pound, and then the, there's no sevens. We'll go with KSs. There's no sevens. Then six, five, and four. The forty ers That's where the issue is because those women are like, well, I can do bad all by myself if I can't get the guy, and they'll get the guy. They'll get the guy for about an hour, and he'll go up and shoot up the club and fill up her mouth and do all of that stuff. She'll be out there gagging on him and giving up the booty. Right? Taking it up the Duke shoot. And they're the ones that think they can. I deserve somebody. I deserve. They're the ones out there skewing everything. They're also sugar babies. So you're just going, right? They're on Instagram making their face up, painting their face up like Sting, the Ultimate Warrior, Row Warriors, and Demolition. And so they're painting their face up. They're hitting the town like, hey, I deserve. Mm. It's the 49ers, the fours that wanted to be treated like nines. So that's where it's getting skewed. It's the average woman. It's like the women that like divorcees. They come out here, get divorced. They're 38. They coming out here like Tia Maori. Oh, I still got it. I'm sexy. <laughs> You're like, man, would you get a damn broom and start sweeping and then make me a sandwich? So that's where the marketplace is getting completely thrown off. The average regular degular stock factory issued. Plain Jane, middle of the road, uh, Tuscaloosa 7, Los Angeles 3. They're the ones that are skewing the marketplace. Because those girls are getting hands on hips by top tier men. They're getting, watch when I show you. I'm going to show you some proof today. You ninjas are going to be like, coach, you don't know what you're talking about. I got a couple of women here that are going to just, it's wild. 
And so when I sh- when we do the local show on Sunday, that's one of the things that I actually highlight because um, when I show what's going on and I'll show people in profiles discreetly, guys will say, well, these girls are all ugly. These girls are basic. And I'm like, exactly. Isn't that the point? I'm showing you what the dark side has. And I'm showing you that even the average person is on the dark side. That most average looking woman who should be dating and who should just be getting married and who should just be focusing on her career. Even the average regular woman is over here on the dark side. Meanwhile, y'all ninjas, you're an average guy. (laughs) That's the point. Because people are like, well, I wouldn't do. And I'm like, yeah, you can't even get dates with these women. They're over on the dark side. That's part of the problem. That's part of the, it's part of the problem of the dating marketplace. Meaning that, yeah, I mean, I don't have any problem with it. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) All right, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, you know, I can't do nothing about it. It's gone. It's gone. Um, Also, the top tier women are kind of going around the past around the top tier men. Like they're kind of uh, Donovan Sharp described it as they're they're monetized. Well, no, he called it he called it I called it monetized. He called it um, community property. Well, not community property. What did he call it? Nine and ten are community. He didn't call it community property, did he? But he essentially said they're they're bartered and traded, like yacht girls and models and and women who get knocked up by athletes. Like you know, we call them pass arounds. But those women are kind of marketed and, and, and passed around those guys, whoever they want. Like, even if they want old, wealthy men, they're passed around that circle. They want all basketball players that pass around that circle. All right, they want all actors. They're passed around that circle. So, eight, well, and metaphorically, the women that can mark themselves up to a 9 and 10, and they're manufactured, those women are passed around the industry type of deal. Community property, yeah. They're leased, they're owned, and that type of thing. They they go from village, they go from uh you know apartment flat to apartment flat, high end. Oh great, great! All right, shout out to you. And uh, to the victor goes the spoils. Hmm. Let me see if there's a super chat. Shout out to Sam. Says old married men are miserable as hell. He says when his old ass wife is yapping. He turns down his hearing aid and starts daydreaming about the junior college or he could go over to Vietnam. But yes, old married men, where are the old married men? Do we do I have old married men in here? Because these guys need to speak up, speak up. Tell me how miserable you are, because I know you are. You don't have to lie to me and don't lie to these boys out here. Let them know you sitting there. (laughs) All right. Thank you, sir. All right, shout out to B-Real Mahogany. If you eat out of the box and she's on birth control, you on birth control. Stay woke. Is this true? Really? Hmm. I had some issue about birth control um, as well, so uh, maybe we'll talk about that another time. Somebody said, what is old? Like old married men, like 55. And up. I know it's not old, but like they've been married for like 25 years. Like they've been married for like 25 years. Like they're miserable. They're like, oh, you know, the missus. Oh, honey. Oh, yes, dear. 
I knew an old married man. He was a cool dude. He's a cool dude. I wonder if he's still alive. He was old as hell. In good shape, too, because I used to see him at the gym all the time. So I used to see him all the time, and we used to chop it up. Cool dude. One day, I met his wife after years of seeing him in the gym. His wife came over, and she was like a little frail Nancy Reagan-type woman. She had her hair done and her little bob. <laughs> right? So, like, she was all like a small woman. Small, like 100 pounds. Because she was, they were both old. They were both above 70. And uh, this dude was cool, and I hate to talk shit about him. But um, I ain't talking shit about him. I'm sharing a story. So this is the story. And I was like, what? So they were married for a long time. Cute couple. Adorable old people. Well, he told me one day, he was like, yeah, you know, um, my wife wanted a cat. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm allergic to cats. He was like, oh, so am I. I was like, so why did you get a cat? And they lived in a nice community, too. They lived in a nice community. Big house, gated. And I was like, if you're allergic to cats, why do you get a cat? And she was like, oh, because the missus wanted the cat. And I was like, I was like, so you suffer through allergies because your wife wanted a cat, right? And he was like, yeah, you know, that's what I did. But uh, what I did was I got a shot so I won't be allergic to the cat. I was like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bruh, nope. I was like, hell to the dog. And so he got to get a shot all the time so he don't get allergic to the cat. Man, shit. I would have been like, you, oh, hold on for a second. I ain't trying to die. <laughs> uh, but it was a shot. It was a literal shot he had to get routinely. I was like, nope. Anyway, yeah, man, I was like, look at this ninja. It's like, <laughs> this ninja like, wait a minute. Who are you? Anyway, I was like, and you know, you ain't hitting them guts no more. Anyway, I was like, she must not really like you then. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like, yo, what are we doing? All right. They must, he, she must know a, a lot of secrets about him. She must know a lot of secrets. All right, be real mahogany. I'm going to research what you said here. Let's get back to the show. Uh, what part of the show is this? Sephora Girls. CGA's on it, man. Hey, I brought up Sephora Girls, and now this is now twice in the news that Sephora Girls are in the news. If you missed my show earlier this week, I was, like, talking about how expensive women are, and I was like, hey, guys, uh, remember I said this? I was like, go to Sephora. You'll be amazed. Now, I didn't realize that, you know, the world's listening to me. So now I then, uh, I think the next day, an article comes out about the mean girls in Sephora. And now there's another article about girls in Sephora. We're going to cover it here. But here's a teacher right here that's going to talk about how Generation Alpha. Now we got to look out for Generation Alpha. How Gen Alpha are bullying other women, other young girls on social media. I mean, this kind of happens all the time. But I tell you how women experience manipulative women in the fourth grade. These are all the stories where I tell you I'm right because I've been around these people. I was like, women will act like, where are you meeting these women? I was like, girl, you was in fourth grade. You was in middle school. Don't act like you don't know about the women I'm talking about. 
You went to college. You were in a sorority. Stop the bullshit. You were on the cheerleading team. Stop the cap. So this teacher is going to talk about how Gen Alpha young women are uh, addicted to social media and TikTok. And then it's going to transition into Sephora and Lululemon. Let's take it here. I'm going to say it. You guys are allowing the internet to raise your children. They go to school six to eight hours a day. They have extracurriculars. They come home, they do homework, and then they're on their tablets. They're on their phones. I worked with fourth, fifth grade girls, sixth grade girls. They should not have TikTok. They should not. They do not need to have access to. These fourth grade girls are on the playground twerking. They are so mean and catty to each other. They're literally bullying each other because one girl's parents can't afford to give her Lululemon. They're body shaming each other in fifth grade. And this is because parents are not monitoring their children's internet access. I grew up in the age where social media was just becoming a thing, but I wasn't allowed to have social media until I was ninth grade because my parents didn't think I could handle it until then. I'm not weird. I don't feel like I missed out anything. In fact, I feel like I was given the opportunity to be a child. These girls are growing up too fast. They are sexualizing themselves. Oh. They're comparing themselves to girls who are more than half their age. That's why they look like they're in college when they're in oh. elementary school, middle school. They're going to get pissed off when you take away their phone, when you take away their tablet. They're going to get pissed off when all their friends have an Instagram and a TikTok and they can't. I was pissed off too, but I'm telling you, please, for the sake of your children's innocence, this, this Christmas listing is a root of a much bigger problem. I promise you, I've been seeing it for years. Parents, you guys are not supposed to be your children's friends. You are supposed to be their parents. You're supposed to be their guardians. You're supposed to be doing what's best for them. You're supposed to be protecting their innocence. And when you give them unlimited access to the internet and social media at such a young age, you are ruining your daughters. I promise you. I'm just going to say it. You guys are allowing the internet to raise your children. I think this is it. And of course, there's a woman. Ghost for sons, too. Nah, let's stick with the women. Look, every time they want to talk about it, it goes for the sons, too. No, nah, we talking about the women. All right, we ain't going to. Let's keep this heat on these young girls. By the way, this is this is what every generation of women, young women go through. But now it's hypersensitive. People are on steroids. Actually, if you look at the data, they're saying these young women are um their self-esteem is being ruined their depression is skyrocketing because of social media so this is this is something that's happening is just on steroids but she's also saying these girls are trying to live advanced age not ch children's age so this is gen alpha which follows gen z we often thought gen z were the children you know all of gen z right now are adolescents and some of them are adults they're not kids anymore so the Gen Alpha are the kids. That, that's 14 and under. 14 and under. All right. So now you're seeing a lot of these kids that are addicted to social media. They're doing beauty treatments. They're dressing up way more advanced in their age. The young women are shaming the other women. They're fighting each other. They're doing mean girl tactics. And this is part and partial of the growth and development of the young kids. I've been telling you, uh, women's self-esteem are ruined way before men come in. Way before men come in the picture and so-called abuse and and ruin the self-esteem of women, it's other women that do it. Mm. Or an, or a reading rainbow ninja, ninja that's going to be reading rainbow. Trust me, I've experienced this on multiple. As a parent, I've experienced this. As a coach, I've experienced this. And as a person that's worked in education, I've experienced this. 
The trauma that women have in their lives can go back to middle school. And no men were there. No man broke her heart. Her heart didn't get broken till ninth and 10th grade. Okay, when she started dating older dudes, picking her up in the uh, Chevy Impala or some shit like that. But now that you have um, social media and TikTok, this teacher is highlighting the fact that these young girls gone already. It's hyper competitive. It's, you know, the fashion and all of that stuff, which has always been a part of childhood um, and, and so forth. And what we're also seeing is the parents are of these children are no more than 30 years old themselves. So she's saying the parents are puss ass parents, which I already knew. So if you look at the parents, the parents are zennials or some old 44 year old freak ass parent that had their kid with some uh, Hail Mary buzzer beater ass skeeting a Petri dish ass kids, test tube baby ass kids, right? So they aren't even aware. All right, here, here. Or it's a parent that had their kid, the kid number five at 46. Oopsie baby ass kids. So this is where we are right here. Um, And I told you, and I've warned you of this, and I've often told you, uh, who remembers the days where, um, where, uh, you know, you was playing pickup basketball, y'all was playing flag football, and I, boys, don't be too aggressive on each other, and then just turning in 15 points, 12 assists, five rebounds, you know what I mean? I was out there dishing it, dripping sweat on the basketball court, ninja at the water fountain, like, drinking, 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 all right? Coming to the classroom, like, yo, I was out there schooling, y'all. We was winning. And then we walked in the classroom and all the girls were sitting there crying. <laughs> we didn't do nothing. We in fourth, fifth, sixth grade. We like, what's going on here? Why the girls crying? They sitting in there. <laughs> and they was like, all right, boys, we're going to have extended physical education and we're going to have popsicles back out there. Y'all can go back outside and play extra PE. We'd be like, yay, ninja out there around the back, ninja, you know what I mean? Between the legs, like between the legs, we dishing and they in there. <laughs> the principal in the classroom. All right, girls. Enough of this bullying. Enough of this ruining each other's self-esteem. Enough of this backbiting and backstabbing and two-faced behavior. We outside. (laughs) We pull it up. Ninja's going long. and Yeah, Ninja catching the ball. We catching the ball like (laughs) all musty and shit. Mama's coming up to class to pick up their girls. The girls. (laughs) We come back to class like. Where the girls at? Now, they didn't piss each other off. Some girls then stomped on some other girl's tuna sandwich. Some girl wrote in the girl bathroom that somebody's a whore. Right? And we sitting up there like. <laughs> you know what I mean? We was out there just running around. We feeling good. <laughs> now, guess what happened? Ninth grade, 10th grade. Ninth grade, 10th grade. Guess who fault it was when the girls started crying? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Now it's our fault. From ninth grade on, every time a girl's self-esteem was ruined, it was our fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> From 10th grade, 11th grade, every time a girl cried. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. In college. 
in a relationship. <laughs> you're ruining my self self esteem. You're causing me depression. When all along it was them. Mm. When all along it was them. It's the other girls doing this shit. It ain't me. <laughs> all along they tearing each other's apart and they on message boards crucifying each other. They in there telling each other in they comment section on TikTok and Instagram. But then when it's time to blame somebody. And it's all Jermaine Fong. It's always Jermaine Fong. <laughs> And they they putting bubble gum in each other's hair. Smack. We was outside like, what? 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 We was out there wet. <laughs> right? And then when we grow up, they're like, where are you meeting these girls? Girls aren't mean. They're good. They're sugar and spice and everything nice. We tackling ninjas on flag football. Hurting each other, breaking ninjas' arms. <laughs> but as soon as they get they self and they self-esteem, ninja, they like. And it's all Jermaine Fong. It's always Jermaine Fong. Yep. Somebody play too hard, ninja. Somebody got to get hit. All right, I got my suspension this week. And so here it is right here, dude. I'm telling you, as an educator, as a former coach, as a parent, I'm going to tell you, most of the problems that they have are self-inflicted. It's them. Most of the problems that they got is self-inflicted. It's them. It's well before boys show up to mess around. It's them. Their self-esteem is ruined. It's them. Their depression is on them. <laughs> right? Because they don't got the right clothes. Right? We moss and ninjas in the bee. <laughs> we throw a corner. We corner throwing corner fades like... <laughs> That's all we talked about way before, way before it be them. And then they going to blame us at the end of it. Don't blame oh, me. Man. Don't blame me, baby. And it's all Jermaine Fong. It's always Jermaine Fong. Yep. Somebody said they lie about their age when they sign up. Yeah, this this is them. They put in themselves. They want to be grown. Boys want to be boys. Girls want to get grown. All right. From like eight years old, they want to be grown, more grown up than they are. Handling, talking shit to each other. Man. And then. <laughs> yep. It's called self-esteem that you give it to yourself. How was that my fault? Now we come in there. We can't figure them out. We say two things wrong and they. <laughs> this can happen to your wife crying. You know who your wife has a problem with? Not you. But they're going to blame it on you. They have a problem with somebody else. They mama, they daddy, right? Some other woman at work. The women, the 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 the, the stay-at-home wives are talking about the career wives. The career wives are talking about the stay-at-home wives. And then they come home, you say one thing, you're so insensitive. <laughs> you're like, looking at her like, wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna tell you, man. Most most problems that you, men have with women, women, another woman caused it, but they can't take it out on them. They can take it out on your ass. And this is what this teacher is saying here. Uh, as a matter of fact, let's take you to it. The whole internet is talking about Sephora kids. I just talked about this. I just talked about this, and here we are hitting the internet. Here's what you need to know about Sephora kids. Girls 
who have never discussed skincare before are now fixated on having 10-step routines. Ninja, we in trouble. This is, uh, is this cancel culture? Okay, right here. Okay, we don't care about that. Recently, there has been a lot of buzz around Gen Alpha's newfound obsession with Sephora. I just talked about this. In pricey skincare lines like Drunk Elephant, Gen Alpha is the youngest generation after Gen Z, and they currently are age 13 and younger. Um, if you go near one of these places, Ninja, it's a cluster F. Lined up for what it's worth. I almost I also stopped by my nearest Sephora store on a weekend afternoon and observed several teens and tween girl squads lingering near the uh soul of Sol de Janeiro and rare beauty displays as well as tween boys using excellent tester products etiquettes as he tried on a range of glitter eyeshadow okay all over tiktok instagram and reddit in the hell site formerly known as twitter people are talking about kids behaving badly in sephora stores making messes of a tester product and being rude to other shoppers as they rush to swoop up anti-aging products and high-end cosmetics. Even reality TV legend Bethany Frankel has joined in on roasting young girls shopping in Sephora saying, bitch, you're 14 in an Instagram video. What do I tell you? It be the women. It be the women. He said CGA from the future. It is, man. I told you. I got a post on, on, on culture. Like, I don't know pop culture, but I got a post. I watch what's going on, man. Like, I get, a, I get a feeling about things, and I'm like, something's going on. And anytime I'm around and look, I'm like, something's going on with that Sephora shit. Like, and then I said it, and boom, here we are. Here we are. It definitely feels strange to see kids indulging in pricey skincare. All right, so here's what you'll see. Look at all these skincares and all this little trinkets and, and this and removals of this and this and that and skin acne and all these uh, goddamn drugs, all right? And it says right here, one Reddit user commenter put it, I really hope this dies out soon. We are only young once in the spin once first decade worried about essential, essentially unimportant things like wrinkles and saggy skin. They should be living and having fun. Yes, indeed. All right. So this is where we are at the same time. There's a meanness in some of the conversations around young girls and tweens. At Sephora that I find worrying, I definitely emphasize with the store employees who vent frustrations about kids making a mess. But when it comes to viral posts like this woman called the normalizing being mean, the little girls at Sephora, I feel like there are a lot of us are forgetting what it feels like to be that age. Okay, talking about insecurities again, girls, 11 big insecurities. Well, before men show up, they be having, well, before men show up, this is a sense here. Women have insecurities, low self-esteem, depression, and anxiety. As a matter of fact, when you add social media to it, okay, let me see here. When you add social media to it, women are damaged and traumatized well before you show up, right? Well, before they get hooked on boys, and you tell, call them the wrong thing. Uh, a report on Facebook found that 32% of teenage girls say Instagram makes them feel worse about their bodies. And then you talk about they little pooch stomach, and now you're the meanest guy in the world. 
Social media effect on young women. A 2019 study found that young people who use social media more than three hours or more each day are more likely to have mental health issues. Well, before you show up, the Anxiety and Depression Association of America has even coined a new anxiety disorder because of social media. They call it social media anxiety disorder. Yes. And who's affected? Young girls, peer pressure. Here we go. Forbes magazine. How Here's how Instagram harms young women, according to research. And so when they get up on there, by the time they hit over on uh, OnlyFans, when they turn 18, they already traumatized. They already messed up. These are your future wives. They already effed up. Researchers have known for years that social media has a negative effect on how young women feel about themselves. And it's not just young women. These are, um, these are uh, wives, guys. Like wives like this that got to jump on there, jump on here, talk, argue in the comment section. These are these these. And where's her eyebrows at? She looking like uh she looking like a who from Whoville here. But it's not just it's not just the young girls. It's the 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 your somebody's daughter, eighteen to twenty two. Then it's the twenty three to thirty. Then it's the wives. Like it's screwing them up. They're screwing them up. Women arguing with you on the internet. You're like, what is what crawled up your ass? <laughs> of course, it's men's fault. These men. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Are you feeling me, man? I'm 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 laying out my case. I done told you I was right, man. CGA got a pulse on this. This is why they call me the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. So what's going on here? Now you're gonna have now where happened to beauty, man? What happened to just plain women? That ain't it no more. Of course, you have um, the money that they're spending on these little, little, what is this? They come in there, I need a little this in the pink. I need a little this in the, in the orange. This is also going to turn them into major consumers. And this is why, this is why women ain't going to have no damn money. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got three dollars and eighty-five cents in my purse. This is why you're gonna see them feeling like they need money and they need a sugar daddy and the. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. So when they can't, when they can't get their little skincare and their little purses and their little Lululemon pants and they can't get their little sheen outfit and their little heels, they gonna start selling puss. Like that's how they're going. They can't afford all of this stuff. They can't afford it. When we get to the end of the, the thing, we're going to review a video by Caleb Hammer. These are all the things I'm telling you about. I am not making this up. I think these young girls are in trouble because they can't even like, appreciate their natural body. And really, for some reason, you know, that we don't understand, women have major insecurities about their body, mainly because that's how they find a mate. But, but now you have the BBL and the guys, even if you get one surgery for a woman, as soon as you get the second one, you almost can apply for mental health illness. And women who get one surgery get multiple. And then let's not even talk about the early terminations of pregnancy. And lastly, the hormones of the hormones involved in our birth control. <laughs> Dude, this is complicated. This is a complicated issue. But what I find is that men oftentimes get the blame for this bullshit. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's all you got the complications of birth control and hormones, which people know. 
that hormones convince the woman, it tricks the body that they're pregnant all, all day long. It tells the body you're pregnant. So it doesn't produce a, a, a common period so that, that the body believes it's going, going through some sort of pregnancy stress mentally. This shit is wild, brothers. I'm cracking the code here and speaking on this because I think men have been improperly blamed, improperly blamed for the women, the issues that they have amongst themselves. Then when they get off the birth control, it's wild as fuck. <laughs> now they another woman here. They looking at you and you looking at her and you're like, hey. Wait a minute. I know people think that this is some sort of misogyny, but this is the real deal. This is the real deal. The shit that nobody will talk about and challenge. Because I've been around women of all ages, right? As a, as a coach, as a teacher, and I've actually have kids. I have been married. I live with women. It's not as simple as male versus female, gender war. Dude, when we wake up, it's just us and our twig and berries. A little bit of must. We take a shit shave and a bathe and we walk outside. <laughs> then we got to go find resources to attract a woman. But see, when you have a problem with them and you say, okay, let me see your depression list. Let me see your therapy. Let me see your medication. Let me see your birth control. Let me see your self-esteem. Let me see your social media. They don't want to let you see it. They just want to blame you. And let me see how much screen time you got on TikTok and Instagram. Let me see if you got an OnlyFans. Let me see if you selling feed pictures. Let me see your sugar daddy app and you selling pussy. Let me see your hormone injector. Let me see your shit. And we out here just running around here musty. <laughs> we out here just running around our normal selves. Some of us goofy. Some of us whack. Some of us cool. Then I got supposed to take advice and listen to this person. And they don't even know. <laughs> All right. And they don't even know who they are. Somebody said it's this. I already know what. Hey, guys, it's something else. No, it's shit, shave, and a bathe. That's how I learned it from the Midwest. You got to get in the shower. All right. You got to bathe. So then we just come out of our regular self, maybe hooked up on some testosterone or hooked up on some steroids. <laughs> let me see your mental health disclosures and then you open a file up oh you've been depressed ever since you were 13 oh it's not my fault nope. keep it going move on you've been you've been self-deletocidal since you've been a teenager now all of a sudden you're self-deletocidal as a wife well let's put two and two together i guess it wasn't me <laughs> and that's you <laughs> Right. I guess it wasn't me. You've been wanting to delete yourself for a long time. How's it my fault? <laughs> here we go right here. Oh, look at, it is oh, all look at my Africa. Oh, my goodness. It's always Jermaine, folks. Anyway, anyway, it's wild, brothers. I'm telling you, man, we need to take this pressure off of us. We need to, we need to uh, take this pressure off of us. It's them. It ain't me, man. It ain't me. And, and what it you. is is they want us to tap dance around all their problems. And they beating themselves up. I'm like, how am I supposed to help you when you beating yourself? <laughs> as soon as I say the wrong thing, you're supposed to say. <laughs> and you're like. 
sitting there looking at him, Martin Lutherly. You're like, oh, hon, I'm sorry. Uh, can you make me a sandwich? You're misogynist. You don't know what I dealt with. I've been bagging groceries for a whole eight hours. You're misogynist. You're looking at him like. <laughs> they need somebody to blame it on. They need somebody to blame it on when they out here cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yahoo! Anyway, don't be messing with me, man. <laughs> Stop at walking on eggshells around these people. And then when they mad, they snap on you. You're like, oh, boy. All right, I guess I'll be quiet. I don't want to piss her off. I need to get some punani from her later. You okay, hun? I just had a bad day. <laughs> I just had a bad day. Karen told me at the Xerox machine. That she said my shoes look like they came from Marshalls, and these are 100% Jimmy Choo's. You're like. And then Vanessa got promoted. And then Stephanie had the nerve to say to Karen and Tamika. And you're looking like this is like, bruh. And what does this have to do with me? You a grown ass woman. <laughs> Tell me I ain't lying. And this shit started in the fourth grade. Look, don't be, don't at me. Don't at me. This start in the fourth grade. It didn't start with us, man. It didn't start with us. Uh, how's that sandwich coming? How's that sandwich coming? All right, let me catch, catch up on some super chats. Can you put some pickles and a little bit of sprouts on my sandwich? Can you cut it diagonally? Thank you very much, bitch. <laughs> All right, trust me. And Therese, Therese is here. She work. She works at a restaurant, Hooters. She already knows these women be out here cuckoo fighting each other all day long, emotionally terrorizing each other. All right, backbiting, backstabbing, and then you come in. All right, how's about a drink, hun? And she goes snap on you. You like, huh? It's the way you ask for the drink. I'm sorry, I'm a little hormonal. I have my period. I feel bloated. Am I? You're just like. <laughs> and I thought I saw something. I'm a little hormonal and I feel like, oh, my God, my nipples are tender. And somebody said something about me and this is absolutely reprehensible. And it was somebody over there from my job. And it's the way you looked at me. It's the way you looked at me when I walked in the door. Why do you look that way? Like what, honey? Like what? That. You look like that. And you're like, oh, shit. Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you to this day, women are their own problems, ninja. Never, never get involved. Oh, by the way, they ain't never going to fix their own problems either. All right, so they need help out here. They need help. <laughs> they need help. All right. Anyway, bro. Uh, what are we doing here? Shout out to shout out to. Baby. Wow. <laughs> shout out to our brother. Gregory B says for the past two weeks, when you predicted a lot of things that are actually, you didn't say something. He says the Snoop dog mean this MF, don't miss. When I actually predict a lot of things that are actually true, that yeah, I don't miss, man. I don't miss. I pride myself on this. 
I pride myself on this because what it is is I I hold women accountable for their own shit. Right, as soon as they start blaming other ninjas and blaming me, and I'll be like, uh-uh, that, that's what you ain't going to do. All right, so whatever is your problem, ninja, do not look over here. Because <laughs> I'll be over here minding my own business. All right, but they want to throw me up all under the bus and throw all men under the bus. I'm like, ladies, I know you. Stop. I know who you are. I've been around you way too much in my life, so much to the point I can't even be around y'all. Do not act funky. Do not act funky around here with me. Do not go blaming other dudes. Y'all, y'all's your own problem. You in your own way. You in your own effing way. And whatever it is, Ninja, you need to fix it. It ain't, it ain't, don't come over here to talk to me about that shit. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Faith says, hey, coach, these youngins are out of control. And the fault is to the parents as well as their peers, I would punch my kid in the face if she ever raised her voice about a phone. And he says, you want to be older, all your teeth gone. Glad I don't have none, though. And she says, play me the I wish a ninja would. I wish a nigga would. Indeed. I wish they would. Soon as the kids start acting funky to me, I'll be like, let me tell you something. You ain't about to act funky to me. You ain't about to, <laughs> right? Let me tell you something. You acting sideways with me, your ass going to get left. Do not act funky to me, man. And I don't want to hear shit about no therapy. I don't want to hear shit about no, uh-uh. Like, the only time I want to hear that shit is if when you have all your shit in order. Other than that, Ninja, I don't want to hear a got cotton-picking thing. And uh, we're going to hear this from a young lady. We're going to hear this from a young lady. I'll be looking at you like, I wish... But of course, y'all be some puss ass parents out here. I blame the parents too, Faith. I blame the parents. Because half of these parents is zooted. Half of these parents are mental head cases. Half of these parents have years and years of trauma and, and low self-esteem and, and, and mental health issues. Half of them been ADHD hopped up. And they around here. And so I'm like, man, kid, yo, I'm going to cut your ass off for real. Don't come in here messing with me because I'm, I'm stable. <laughs> you know what I find funny? It's, it be people that's literally legit on mental health drugs calling somebody else unstable. I'm like, bruh, would you? <laughs> I know. And I've been around them. I've been around them. I've been around them in uh, coaching at, and working at schools. I'm like, how in the hell? And you cuckoo, bruh. The parents are crazy. These parents are, the parents are the worst. White parents are the softest by far. I mean, look, I used to make a bag off of white parents. <laughs> I used to make a bag. They used to call me up. Can you come train my kid? What they wanted me to do was just yell at them and threaten them and shit. <laughs> they were like, come train my kid and yell at him, scream at him and make him run. And then I'm like, you really want me to do that? Yeah. They was feasting. All right, here he comes. They be threatening him. Here comes Coach Greg. He's going to come and make you run and punish you. They're like, oh, no. And then as soon as I walk up in there, I see the kids. The kid, the mom's like, come on, kids, get ready for They're like, oh, screw you, mom. I hate you. You're the worst mom ever in a mansion. <laughs> talking shit back to their moms. I'm like, oh, damn. 
when I coached high school, they was like, make the kids run hard today, super hard. Punish them. Make them run suicides. <laughs> so they can come home to their parents. They were like, good, wear their asses out. Because the parents can't pair them. Now you can't yell at a kid no more. It's crazy. But back when I was a coach, yeah, they used to want me to wear their asses out. It's crazy. Pay me top dollar. Yell at them. Scream. Tell them when they doing bad. And when I see them with when I see them with their kids, they ain't yelling at them at all. All right, anyway, it's crazy. And some of these parents secretly zooted. Uh, let's see here. Who got the who got the worst parents? I'm gonna put up a poll. Who's the worst generation of parents? Who's the worst generation of parents? People saying Gen X. Gen X, I get, I get it. I actually credited Gen X for being some piss-ass, piss-poor parents. Uh, where are we at here? Worst parents of all time. Boomers. Let me see here. Worst parents of all time. Boomers. Gen X. Millennial. And Gen Z aren't really parents right now, so I don't know how they could take that L. All right, I don't know how they could take that L. But uh, we'll go ahead and let you guys decide. Well, Gen Z, Gen Z, they're not really parents right now. Some of them, some of them probably abort, uh, early terminated most kids, more kids than parents these days. Worst parents of all time. Boomers, Gen X. Millennial. Millennial. The millennial right now got all the kids hopped up on drugs right now. So right now, the millennials, the millennials that have kids right now, their kids are all in like middle school and younger. And uh, yeah, middle school and younger, maybe a little bit of high school. Somebody said if Gen Z rule, yeah, Gen Z shouldn't lose. Gen Z should not lose this one. All right, we got a poll up. All right, let me check. I got one more chat, and I'm going to get back to the show. We're closing in on the main event. Xavion says, over time, makeup can cause long-term skin issues, not just breakouts, or short-term use if an ingredient doesn't agree with your skin. He says, but what will they do? Put on more makeup to cover up these self-induced beauty issues. Less is best when it comes to makeup, for sure. Especially on kids, on on young, let's call them young people. Their skin is just, it's healthy. You know, it's porous and it's it's the healthiest it's going to be. Some of them do have breakouts and some people do have odd skin conditions and this and that. But, um, yeah, you don't want to be putting makeup over over skin now. All right, you put this one. I can't read it. It says something don't want women don't want to serve men because of what other women. And I don't see what the rest says. Okay, because it's all one word. All right, getting back to the show. Who's losing right now? Did I influence the poll? Boomers are losing slightly. Boomers are taking an L right now, but it's slightly. Gen X is right behind them. And some of you guys haven't seen the damage of the millennial parents, but they are, they're trash, right? <laughs> millennial parents right now are garbage. All right, but uh, anyway, let's get back to the show here. Uh, this is cro- closing in on the main event. 
And don't, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I got a pulse on this culture. They're going to have to make me the great Coach Alini proof that women are in bad shape. And I think um, the reason why I'm talking about this is not to belittle women. And the reason why I talk about this is more to educate men on what to look out for when they're dating women, right? Like first, self-esteem issues, depression. If you look back, most of these kids were messed up already. Most of these women were messed up in their self-esteem and their, 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 their depression way before you. All right, but we're getting blamed for these issues. Like they had this when they were a teenager. All right, bipolar and borderline, and we'll we're being charged to contributing to these factors, and then they become adults, and you know these people release release them to the hounds. They release a, they release the hounds if that if I'm going to say. So we deal with then feminism and some of the other issues, and we don't understand what's going on with them. They're hopped up on hormones and birth control. They're irregular. And we don't know what's going on. Well, let's start with the feminism thing here. All right. Um, this woman's going to come up here. And as you can see, this is an average woman. Um, she definitely looks like a liberal. Oh, by the way, liberalism, liberalism, and they say liberal people, people who would lean liberal ideology-wise are more apt to have mental health issues. And they're probably more prone to go see mental health uh, people. So this is why they rate higher, and I'm going to show it here for this. Give me a second here. I'm going to show it because there's a lot of people that don't watch all of my shows. All right, so sometimes I gotta I gotta show it, but um, namely with their what they're they're too worried about issues that they don't have no control over. So they tend to be hyper sensitive and hyper vigilant, and they tend to they tend to hang out with weird people. I call them oddities like people who are what people don't consider normal. And these people have whatever their issues are, whether they've been, you know, like we call reading rainbow or Duke shooters and lick them low lovers and Lily lint lickers and low self-esteem African-Americans, uh, black women who are, you know, Oh, it was slavery time, right? Like they tend to hang out with these same people and they tend to be always enraged in some shit like that. And they also typically will fall into wanting to be exposed you know, live in the past, which is means trauma. Trauma means live in the past. All right. I can't get over something that happened in the past. So I'm going to try to heal this issue instead of living forward and getting over that shit. Nah, they want to wear that shit as a badge of honor. And they want to go around and brag about their past trauma. Um, I'm reading a book right now that says trauma doesn't exist. Yeah. It's real radical ideas. Trauma is doesn't exist, but people that want to use it, they using it for victim Olympics. Right. These are just people that want to live in the past. But what happens is because they're living in the past and they're a victim, they tend to have higher rates of depression, meaning that they're, they're going to seek out diagnoses. They're going to seek this shit out. And so it tends to be among the liberal. If you are somewhat of a moderate conservative, you typically aren't going to reach for that because you're probably trying to move forward, which isn't the most healthiest thing as well. But it's better than living in the past. And so. Um, there's a, there's a type of psychology that says trauma doesn't exist. This is, I didn't come up with it, but there's a, there's a, there's a level of psychology that says trauma doesn't exist. All right. It's a study. They studied it. Now there's a type of psychology that says it does. It depends on what type of psychology you're looking at. All right. But yeah, here we go right here. So the liberals tend to be hopped up higher on depression and they tend to be educated in, you know what I mean? And talking about slavery and talking about like they be 
they be super mad about some shit that they can't that they can't change. You can't change something about this. White women who've been oppressed by the patriarchy. Uh people who are overweight. And they're 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 pissed off about something, but they'll act like it's not their weight. I'm like, ninja, if you if you drop some pounds, you actually would be happy. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. Anyway, it says right there, and the and the insurance companies. Yeah, insurance can only be used if they diagnose you. In fact, all right. So they gotta use the insurance. So they'll use their insurance to overwhelmingly pursue this. I find these people. I don't like to deal with these people. All right. I always say deal with your own. Somebody says I don't know about that one. See, I swear to God, man. <laughs> I swear to God. All right. You guys are so, so miseducated is ridiculous look it up look it up it's called adlerian here we go adlerian psychology it's a type it's a literal it's adlerian psychology okay so i'm gonna just put it up because you guys always get one story and you never investigate the other Y'all self and y'all want to be victims so bad, but look at it. Atlarian psychology, whether you agree with Atlarian psychology or not, but it says why trauma doesn't exist according to Atlarian psychology. Now you can poke holes in it. I just said it exists. It's there. It's available. You can research it on your own. Now you might come to the conclusion that you don't agree with it, but don't tell me I just said something that's not true. It's right there. So you have. You have a side of psychology that says, no, you're just a victim. <laughs> All right. So you do your own research and you draw your own conclusion. But just because you went to a state university or a junior college or you never graduated from high school and you got a GED, do not come in here and tell me I'm wrong. But read into it. Don't just tell me I don't know about it. I just showed you the proof and I'll show you another piece of proof. Okay. Look, I'll show you how many they've done the studies themselves. It says right here is blatantly false. Come on, man. I don't lie. I don't just say shit to say shit. Here, look, look, look at you. Google it. Google it. It's right here. Stop how to stop sabotaging yourself according to this psychologist. Right here. Trauma doesn't exist. Lesson one is the courage right here. Uh uh trauma seems to be passed down genetically. This one over here. Uh, uh right here. No trauma isn't inherited. Here we go right here. White trauma doesn't exist according to Adlerian psychology. Stop. Mm. I've been to school. I got degrees. I'm here to teach. I'm here to teach. Now you draw your own conclusion, but do not come in here and interrupt my class with your bullshit. I don't just say stuff to say stuff. I do, before I open my mouth, I do a deep dive. So put your marijuana down and listen to class. Could you have been possibly taught wrong? Yes, that could be the case. New, 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 new world order. I always tell you, just because you're exposed to something initially doesn't mean that's the right exposure. Just because somebody introduced this to you first doesn't mean it's right. They just introduced it to you first and you ran with it. I actually go... I actually go, let me see if there's another side. Let me see if there's another side of the story. But no, you don't. I always question authority. 
Just because somebody authority figure introduced it to me and that's the first time I heard it doesn't mean it's right. You were taught wrong. Maybe that was what you were introduced to first and you ran with it and you didn't investigate it. So somebody will introduce something to you. You run with it. And then when you hear an opposing view, you say it's wrong. How is that the case? How is the opposing view wrong? It's just the second view. That's just the other view that you didn't experience first. Had you heard about this first, you might think the other view is wrong. But, hey, you guys, you guys, I'm here to teach you. I'm not here to criticize you. I will tell you this, though. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> There's two sides to every story. Always get a second opinion. That's what I teach you. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I'm here to teach you the truth. Unbelievable. There were a couple guys in here just always coming up with that bullshit. Well, I don't know. Ninja, would you investigate on your own? Critical thinking is lacking. You guys take one story from the new, 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 new. And then you order. run with it. And then you're a victim your whole life until, oh boy, I woke up. Anyway, lazy asses. And I bet you you got a fat stomach around your goddamn waist. And you want to talk to me. And I got two abs and I'm 50 years old. Man, investigate. Don't just take the first teacher. And by the way, some of these teachers are goofy. Some of these teachers and these college educators, these people high on drugs. So I'm at least likely listen to them goofies. New, 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 new world. All right, anyway, trust me, I worked on college campuses way too long. I'm not taking the advice of some of these goofy-ass college psychology teachers. Some of them zooted on heavy drugs. Anyway, they call me the great Coach Alini. Do your due diligence, do your due diligence and self-educate yourself. Self-educate yourself, yes. All <laughs> right, anyway. Did I prove you wrong? Yes, I did. Continuing. Uh, is this what the feminists fought for? For us to go to a soul-sucking job? I just want to... No. The feminists fought so that your husband couldn't beat, rape, and lobotomize you while you cosplay Betty Draper. Nobody gives a shit if you cook or clean. But shut the fuck up. Uh. All right, and so she looks like a liberal. I mean, she definitely looks like uh, she's on the feminist spectrum and she's an average woman. So we talk about her. She doesn't have a currency of beauty. So she tends that they actually have to live and do things as a man would, you know, a man would have to do certain things. She has to do what men do because of, take a look. I mean, listen, this, I'm not trying to judge people. So with this comes a problem where they have to live life like as a man. But they're not one. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of pissed off fitness in there. So now she's uh, hopped up on a little bit of uh, indoctrinated feminism. And she's saying feminism didn't fight for careers. They actually fought so women could stand up for themselves and get bank accounts and, 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 and buy property in their own name and take out bank loans and open a checking account without their husband and not get marital grape. You, you see what she's saying here. Now, this is a, this is a tactic she's using to try to say there was other great benefits other than women focusing on their career, right? That's what she's doing. So I could focus on my career. But I'm about to blow this up to smithereens. She thought she was slick. She thought she was slick. You thought she was going to pass by. You thought that shit was going to be good. I'm going to let y'all listen to it again. 
Listen to what she's saying. Uh-huh. Is this what the feminists fought for? For us to go to a soul-sucking job? I just want to... <laughs> no. The feminists fought so that your husband couldn't beat, rape, and lobotomize you. Yeah, oh boy. Here we go. While you cosplay Betty Draper. Why? Okay, a shot at stay-at-home's moms. A shot at... Da- <laughs> a shot at traditional marriage. A shot at the... What we would call the... um. The uh the norm I would say the normal family they have a uh, the nuclear family, and obviously I'm gonna tell you man this this woman certainly messes with other women for real. All right, she's definitely on that on that tip, which I'm not judging, but just just seeing her, I can tell you that's what's happening here. So she's not she's probably bisexual or or, or not heterosexual. This is just me thinking here. So now you're taking a shot at the nuclear family and shit like this. Like this is what I'm talking about, right? That's what I'm talking about. And, of course, the women are here. See, yeah, choice is a different maker. Okay, what about an 18-year-old woman that wants to get married and have children? Okay. They're going to tell her not to do it. So this isn't about choice. So let's talk about this. She mentioned um, certain women mentioned some things here, and this is for education purposes. A lot of women in here with their software downloaded came in there ran in here yes queen yes they fought for the choice to choose what you want for your life except if you're a 19 year old woman and you want to get married and have kids this soul-sucking job isn't a feminist issue it's a capitalist issue okay so move to somewhere socialist i bet you you won't okay here we are if you have a credit card in your name think a feminist women couldn't have credit cards until 1974 we're gonna talk about that we're gonna break that shit down like a fraction Thank you for saying that, because I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Oh, women can have credit cards. Thank a feminist. Oh, boy, I can't wait to break that ish down. If you can get birth control without your dad or husband present, thank a feminist. Hey, here we go. (laughs) Oh, boy. Right into my hands. Okay. Just right into my hands. Thank, thank God for the feminists for allowing women to be hopped up on birth control. Here we go. Thank a feminist. If uh, thanks to a feminist, I can vote. Woo! Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Oh man, we winning right now. And vote and get a credit, a line of credit. Oh, that's worked out. <laughs> All these things are pluses. All these things are pluses. Oh, boy. Let me see what we got here. Uh, it says right here. Uh, it says right here. I hate when people get bad at the wrong things. You're angry at capitalism, not feminism. Okay, here we go right here. Oh, they got J-Lo standing up. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Thank you. I feel like uh, people mix up the existing while female hellscape with the end stage capitalism hellscape all the time. Okay. Here it is right here. Fun fact. Prior to the 1970s, marital grape was legal in all 50 states. All right. All right. The right to vote. Getting birth control was illegal in the 1950s. It actually almost was non-existent except in Germany. All right. But anyway, thank a feminist for getting a choice in birth control. All right. Okay. Tell her. And to open a bank account without your husband or father's permission and for no fault divorce and for bodily autonomy and and and. Oh, boy. So these were positives, huh? Well, I'm glad you said that. Let's take a look. I'm not paying back my student loans. 
They need to learn financial responsibility. Who the F lends $50,000 to an 18-year-old with no job? Uh-oh. Interesting. Let's take a look at who's really irate about the student loan issue. In fact, if you know statistically, 77% or better of the student loan debt is owned by women. Thank a feminist. And let's take a look at what the ladies are saying about said student loan debt. Since this was such a good thing, huh? Since opening a bank account and opening a line of credit and having freedom and autonomy, how's this worked? How's this worked? Looks like this has imprisoned you. Oh, this is capitalism, huh? Looking like opening up that line of credit was important, huh? Looks like having a man to look this over as a second option was important, huh? Uh, I don't need my father or my husband's permission. I can do it all by myself. Mm. All right. What student loans, she says. This one says Joe should have kept his promise and this wouldn't be a conversation. These are all ladies right here. Y'all let y'all let's be silent about it before all of our wages and taxes get garnished. Interesting. Lady, this lady says free education. Well, why would they do that? Mm. (laughs) Why would they do that? All right, I've had my loan since 2005. Wow, thank a feminist. This has then got a master's degree in 2016. I'm trusting and believing that Jesus is going to take care of all of them. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Thank a feminist. Thank a feminist. How about this one? I got mine's waived. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, huh? The Lord did it. This lady says, how people are getting them canceled. I applied, but nothing happened. Oh, interesting. Thank a feminist. We got this is hilarious here. We got laughing emoji. This woman says, and yes, this is a white woman. What they going to do? Tell me I can never buy a house. I already can't buy that. L-O-L. Oh, interesting. This one says, I used to think that, and I used to think this until they took my taxes. Here, take your little funky $30,000. Well, well, this one says, it's above me now. These are all women, guys. These are all women. Jesus paid it all on the cross. Be blessed. I'm telling you, brothers, I'm telling you, brothers, y'all, let's be silent before they garnish our wages and taxes. Yep. Jesus paid it all. It's covered under the blood. Who sent you? Don't pay. They'll just garnish your wages. I've had my. Okay. These are all the. (laughs) So, again, let's come back. Let's come back. This woman's argument was, hey, thank the thank God. Thank, thank, thank a feminist. Think of him it is that women are now free to become indebted. Right? Uh, now, that the, now that we can, women are running around Sephora, young girls, Gen Alpha, and bullying people for skincare products. According to some data in America, data in America, women have made huge economic gains over the decade, but most have more debt than men. Oh, mm. interesting. 
Interesting. Women earn 82.9 cents for every dollar a man makes. But the median debt for women is significantly higher. <laughs> okay. The gender pay gap. Oh, yeah. Credit card debt. Credit card debt. Women own most of the credit card debt and the credit delinquencies and the repossessions and the foreclosures. Thank a feminist. Now, I hate to be, I hate to do this, but this is what she said. This is what she was talking about, right? I'm a feminist and was a stay-at-home mom. I'm so grateful that I had the option to stay at home and when it was time, the option to go to work. You got to take them, man. Thank you. Thank you. How about this? Now that young women can't pay, what's happening here? What's happening here? Well, you know what's happening here. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. They in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. They's in a bind. Let's talk about OnlyFans, this woman says. I wanted to share what's been on my mind lately. This is a woman, a fitness trainer, I'm, I'm assum assuming. I've been hesitant to bring it up, and I'm not sure if this will attract more haters or support. But at the very least, I am true to myself. She says, I see more and more young women, young women um, sharing their explicit content on platforms like OnlyFans. While I fully respect everyone's right to live their lives how they want, I can't help but feel a sense of disappointment. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it. And put yep. the pen number, and boom, money just comes And right I get it. The oldest profession has been around for the longest, but how many workers in this profession do you know? Very likely not at all, if any. Now, how many OnlyFans creators do you know? Probably more than you think. It feels like every other Instagram account has spicy links these days. And, of course, when men said this, and men notice it, they blamed us, right? It is all Jermaine they blamed it's us. Well, folks. you're clicking on it, and it's the algorithm. But, oh, no. She said, no, I see it, too. Of course. You can't ignore it. We're at the point, the stuff that I've been telling you three years ago, you can't ignore it now. Everybody sees the sex trafficking. Everybody sees the prostitution. Everybody sees the OnlyFans. Everybody sees these women in the bind. What is alarming to me is how quickly this platform became socially acceptable. And for the younger generations of girls, this may now seem like a normal path. When have we lost our morals and principles? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'll show you right here. This is where we lost them. Nobody gives a shit if you cook or clean. But shut the fuck up. Uh, is this what the feminists fought for? For us to go to a soul-sucking job? I just want to cook. No. The feminists fought so that your husband couldn't beat, rape, and lobotomize you while you cosplay Betty Draper. Yeah, yeah. You don't notice this is the same thing? This led you down this path? You didn't realize that? Oh, well, let me tell you. She continues, it's the next level to me when the OnlyFans content creator has a significant other who supports this. Wow. And that's you. Like, you're taking photos of your girlfriend and wives so she can sell them to some random guys on the internet. Disgusting. It really raises questions about the dynamics of the relationships and the values involved. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Interesting you say that. Because that's what we said 
about five years ago when we seen it headed that way. Uh-huh. So now these guys, husbands, and I've been pointing this out, husbands are now photographers for their wives, and they're pimping their wives out on OnlyFans and not a wise making their money. I've been seeing this for years. I saw this in Newport Beach, and men were following their girlfriends and wives around with cameras and recording them because that's where the money is. Oh, by the way, how did we get here? Yep, I've been saying this for years. I told you we are headed here, and now the normies are seeing it. And I wrote the book, The Evolution, on it. Women are de-evolving back to, they're not moving forward, they're going back. And, they, and it's because now they can open up their own bank accounts and they can marry who they want and they're not property and they can have as many early terminations as they want. They can do whatever they want. They can screw fuck. They can have OnlyFans or they can be empowered and they can run through 300 men in a year and they can raise their body count. But what? Now, guess what? Now, everybody's now sounding the alarm. It's too late. It's too late. Now you got parents out here having to deal with their Gen Alpha kids selling feet pictures. It's real out here in the field. It says right here, why engage in this? Well, you browbeated these betas and rewarded them for overlooking high body count and promiscuity. And now they're following their OnlyFans wife and model around, acting like they're winning in life for money. Adam 22, here we go. Is it solely for the sake of quick and easy money? To the point where personal values and no long are no longer considered. And are there any values left whatsoever? Nope. There's none. Haven't where you been, ma'am? Now, I'm not calling for a boycott of platforms or content creators. You do you. I'm just sad. She says, I'm sad to see how women degrade themselves. Remember, you will never get this off of your resume. Personally, there is nothing that can make me start content creation uh, for the platform in question. No amount of money can compromise my values and principles, and I hope I'm not alone. First comment, if you do not agree with OnlyFans, just do not have an OnlyFans. It's giving, quote, I wish my partner would let me have an OnlyFans, so instead I'll tear other women down to make myself feel better. Instead of shaming women, how, uh, how about we shame the system that made OnlyFans necessary for survival for a lot of women. A lot of women. Necessary for survival for a lot of women. Let's shame low wages and rising cost of living. How about that? Ninja A, man. Send it. I told you. I told you guys. This is the norm now. I know people fight me on this. I said this is the norm. And there's no turning back and this is the same for instagram i told you instagram um two years ago i said they're gonna start showing nipple and areola and sure enough they freed the nipple and i was like they're gonna start showing puss on instagram yep and you can see it this out there it's not readily findable but people have shared it with me certainly on your instagram stories you can get away with it But here we are, and what's the reason why? Because as much as we want to say that it's been great for women to have their own freedom and open their own bank accounts and no-fault divorce, it's been disastrous. It hasn't been a positive. Now, the best thing about it is they can run over there in their little apartment and stand over there and sit in the corner and drink ice and broadcast themselves on the Internet and talk shit. 
right? That's all they can do is just keep talking shit as we keep sliding down the damn shame spiral and into abyss. All right, y'all can do that and y'all can divorce and y'all can uh, drag men to, to alimony and child support and you can blow the money and you can run up your credit cards and you can have a couple of people out here winning and you can put your pussy on the internet. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, here we are. It ain't helping the majority of society. Now you got Gen Alpha that was supposed to be the savior and move to traditionalism. Those young women are trying to use skincare products and, and they're trying to get on TikTok. They can't wait. They can't wait. It's their life. It's their life. This is where we're at. And it ain't coming back. I mean, you're going to have to have a hell of a comeback. A hell of a furious comeback to be able to fix this issue. And this is why I wrote the book, The Evolution. I'm like, we ain't going back to where it was. We're not going back to where it was. We're going to have to put up with women making a choice between surviving and prostitution in various forms. Now, I'm going to show you a video of a young lady. Um, uh, we got two. We got two. We got one, one more thing here and then a video of the Caleb Hammer. And this young woman, 22 years old, is going to back up everything that I tell you that you guys are like, no, I can't believe this. You're going to see it here. Watch this. Uh, first, first thing right here. This is from a Reddit dating a sex worker. Okay. Am I wrong? So I have been seeing this girl for a couple of weeks. She told me on the first date that she is a sex worker at an escort backslash or slash sugar baby. But I decided to still see her. I said Gen Z men are more likely going to see this commonly with the women they date as they go through their lives. This is why I have the phrase, what are your future wives doing? Because they're on the spectrum, meaning they're just not sugar babies. They also want dates and relationships, and they want to get married later on. So here it is. He's seen a girl for a couple weeks. She told me she was on a escort site. And she, he still decided to see her. Yep, this is where men have to be. Um, if he, this is like, this is like, when I was growing up as a Gen Xer, this was like us saying no single mothers. This is like us saying no single mothers. And people said, well, what are you going to do? Most women are single mothers. Like, you have to take one. And you can't take anybody younger. So the single mother epidemic, which was a new thing in the 80s and 90s, it was rising. So if guys took a stance to say, I don't want to date a single mother, it was almost like you have to. Like you're not going to have any choice in women. The same thing that's going to happen in the future coming in the next five to 10 years. If a woman says she was on OnlyFans, she had a little Instagram, she had a little sugar daddy. And a guy says, I don't want to date a woman like that. You're going to be stuck. They're going to be like, who are you going to marry then? Who are you going to marry? That's, that's the same thing that's happening to Gen Z. <laughs> this is the same thing that happened. All right. Um, and it says right here, the sex is absolutely amazing, but she doesn't like for me to wear condoms because she wears them with her clients. Hmm? Then it says, last week she fessed up and told me she got herpes a couple of years ago back, but she hasn't had a breakout in forever. 
What did I what did I tell you? I just was talking about this the other day about women that will say they got herpes, but they haven't had a flare up. Oh, it's I haven't had it. I haven't had an outbreak. It's okay. Go raw. I just be telling y'all that and y'all be putting y'all face between their legs. So we got a lot that men are dealing with this promiscuity that women like my body count doesn't matter. I tell you. If your body count is over 50, male or female, you've at least dealt with one STI. One. You cannot have sex like that and not be contracting STIs unless you strapped up every single time. But again, we look at condom use statistics. I broke it down. Not many people use condoms like you think. It's under 30, it's under 35% of people that use condoms every every time. It's a very low percentage. But here she is. She says, oh, it, don't worry about it. I haven't had a flare-up, which means it's going to be detected on the STI chart. So she's going to piss. It's going to get detected. But not all herpes is what? It, there's not, not all herpes are outbreaks. I've been teaching you this. You can have herpes and it not be an outbreak. But if you do a piss test, you'll have it. And when I told you, when I told you, Black women tend to have herpes at higher rates. Everybody's like, that's not true. I've been with a lot of black women and I haven't seen any warts or bumps. You don't have to, you don't have to be displaying the signs of it. The data showed that half of them have it, at least will detect it. It's detectable. So it's not a game out here. It's not a game. And the Gen Z men, this is going to be what they're confronted with. They're confronted with this because we just we just shake off promiscuity like it doesn't matter. And we have encouraged women, thanks to feminism, to be promiscuous and have body autonomy and be out here hoeing and swinging and wives out here fucking bartenders and, and, and bouncers. And so forth and so on. And so now these men, after these women get ran through and get messed up, now they got it. This is, thanks feminism, right? Instead of cosplaying Betty Draper, now we're out here dealing with young men having to select from this. She's a sugar baby. She probably has an OnlyFans. She still messes with her clients and wants a boyfriend. And she got the herb dirt. Tell me I ain't lying. I've been done told you that this is going to be our future. Guys, and here it is. Y'all thought I was lying. And it's right here in your face. Here it is. Am I an idiot for still wanting to see her? Again, these young men don't have a choice. He's going to be recording her OnlyFans content. We were supposed to go out tonight, but I bailed and I said I needed to think things over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they call it dormant. It's dormant. So, yes, you can have it in your system, and it can be dormant, and, um, you know, you cannot pick it up. You know what I mean? I, I'm telling you, you rolling the dice, though. But it's in your system. Now, let's take you to this young lady right here. And remember, when the name of the stream, this is proof that what I've been telling you it's now becoming commonplace. Like you're starting to hear it more and you're starting to see it more and people are starting to report on it more on social media. Now, I'm going to tell you, 
They're reporting it more on social media, and it's more common off of social media. All right, let's get into it. This is going to be a young woman here, 22 years old. Please consider that, 22. So when y'all be like these young girls and 18 and grooming and she's a dummy, right? She Her frontal lobe ain't developed and blah, 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 blah. That's somebody's daughter. I've been telling y'all, man, you guys got it all wrong. They could do quite amount of damage to their lives by 22. They be making adult decisions by 22. So this is Caleb Hammer, fair use. We're going to not look at the entire video. I'm going to just pick out parts. Well, let's start it up right here. And by the way, this girl is cute, but that's about it. But when you hear what she been through, Ninja, you're going to be like, what? You're going to feel like you had a boring life. Hi, everyone. My name is Araceli, and I'm 22 years old, and this is Financial Audit. That's a, that's a cool name. I don't think I've ever heard that name before. So you come from Houston. What do you do? Or Dallas? Wait, yes, I'm from Dallas. Oh, well, one? I'm originally from Houston. Oh. Now I live in Dallas. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. What do you do for a living there? Um, I am, well, I was working at a grocery store whenever I got this opportunity and now I'm now working on modeling and acting and going uh, to school. For all right. So grocery store to modeling and acting, you already know this shit about to be a shit show. And yes, if you want to watch it straight through with no pausing, go ahead and go over to his channel. I'm going to do some pausing concert and because of fair use purposes, and to provide criticism and comedy. What kind of acting and modeling are you about to do? Pre-med. One of those, okay. Oh, it's preschool. Wait, wait, wait. Pre-med. <laughs> Even Caleb Hammer. Oh, one of those. Exactly. Oh, one of those. And now I'm now working on modeling and acting and going to uh, school for pre-med. One of those, okay. Oh, it's preschool. Wait, wait, wait. Pre-med. Pre-med, yeah. Oh, what what college are you at? Uh, okay. Um, mm -hmm. what year are you right now? I am entering my junior year. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> <I'm teasing. laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> okay. How's that been going? How are your grades? How's everything? Terrible. I was actually homeless what the this year. Homeless? Yeah, I was in the hospital a lot. Oh, okay. Whoa. Big confused. Big confused. Okay, why homeless? Um, what? I uh, have a lot of problems at home. Oh, so here we go. I, just, I, I left and. Yep. Yeah, also, so okay, we got a runaway. <laughs> I had a um, I had a lot of problems at home. I rebelled against my parents. Essentially, this is what young women do. This is the spirit of the Jezebel. I had a lot of problems at home. Here we go. It's going to be somebody's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Here we go. What, with the fam? Yeah. Okay. Family. You want to tell us anything? Um, Just for so context? So my family doesn't believe in, like, mental health problems. Oh, ninja. Oh, Jesus Christ. Not the mental health card. We're a minute and 18 in, and we're already on mental health. Guys, this is just a crutch uh, for most people. I, hey, listen, people got their issues. People got their issues. But here we go. Again, when you let people do this, this is all they're going to lean on. Oh, well, I got this one. So here we go. 
So dad, dad said, man, bitch, nah, I ain't going for that. Kicked her out. Here we go. Okay. So not a lot of support there. So they're just like, okay, well, you don't need to be on this medication. Why medication. are you on so much medication? Why? Good question. And thank you. I'm sorry. I'm pausing a lot, but thank you. Why are you taking medication? Well, my mental health. The parents are like, man, get out. <laughs> get out. Get out. Yeah, that's brother stop. Get out. Yep, and this is a self-diagnosis. This is her just leaning into it. This is her wanting to be the victim. This is her not wanting to do shit. And the parents is like, get out. I don't blame them. They all going to go lean over here. They all want to be on the drugs. Like, what? Like, why would you volunteer for that? Dad said, get out. All right, let's continue. And that's how I'm looking right here. Here we go. More of this shit. So, was not happy. What are you diagnosed with? Uh, borderline and bipolar. How is that possible? Specify. Okay. Wait so, a minute. Hold on like, for a second. Sorry. On so much medication. Uh, so was not having. What are you diagnosed it. with? Uh, borderline and bipolar. Unspecified. Okay. So like that with like the whole brain stuff, like they don't understand it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So no, it doesn't make sense. No. They, they're fucking with you. Why don't you get a second opinion? All right, what are we doing here? You just, you just took your first diagnosis and ran with it. You're borderline and bipolar. Un, what was it? Unspecified. Okay. Okay. That's why your parents kicked you out. Uh-huh. Let's continue. What, they're trying to take the medicine away or? More like, like no therapy. Like, cause they the therapy, wouldn't allow it? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Because the therapy that I need is more... More of the therapy most people do is cognitive, and the therapy I need is dialectical. Oh my lord, ninja, send it! <laughs> Here we go. They really experts in this shit, but can't tell you two plus two. They'll argue. They'll argue two plus two. They'll argue you two plus two. They'll argue everything, but they can tell you all this. All right, wow, let's continue here. So you moved out and chose to be homeless in that case. I didn't choose to be homeless. I actually was on my way back to Houston, and while I was on the bus back to Houston, I got off of the bus what? and was going to use the bathroom. And while I was going was in the bathroom, the bus left me, and all my stuff was on the bus. Does another bus not stop there? Well, Yes, but like not that bus. But like my stuff was on the bus, so they were not going to hold my stuff. Where were you? Like Buffalo, Texas. I don't know where that is. Halfway between Houston and Dallas. Yeah, halfway. Okay, about. so if you're able to get back to Dallas somehow, you can get to Houston. I did. I did Listen. get to Houston, but my stuff oh, was not okay. there. So I, my laptop, my medicine, yeah, everything oh. that I own was so, gone. Oh, gotcha. So yeah. it was in the bus. Yeah, it was in the bus. So it should have been to the lost and found. Should have been. It should have been. Wasn't? It wasn't. Yeah. So someone stole that. Okay. And doesn't even stop there. I got oh. abandoned by someone that I thought I could trust. Oh, shit. I think she was with the Pippin. You got abandoned by someone you can trust. So hold up. Let's go back. I got to go back. So you ran away from home or you were kicked out. You were on a bus back home from somewhere. 
you got your shit stolen because you got left in the bathroom, but somebody was with you. You didn't tell us somebody was with you, and that person abandoned you. Sound like you were being with the pimping. All right, so who who was the person you were with? I love to hear this shit. Here we go. At a hotel, and they just left me there. Who? Um, Someone who I thought was my friend who was, like, trying to f- pursue a relationship with me. They just left me at the hotel. And- yeah, it was the pimping. It was the pimping. <laughs> the pimping. <laughs> the pimping. So she was getting about to get trafficked and pimped and all that shit, and she went with some guy. And he ditched her at the hotel. I wonder why. Okay, here, this woman's 22. She's already lived more life than most men. Here we go. And I was like, what the f- okay. What did I walk into? Okay. Yeah. Basically sent nothing. Sent nothing. And typically when people send nothing, we actually just like don't record an episode. But like with the holidays and everything, we had a lot of cancellations randomly. Well, that's and because so we we're can't... like, let's just record one. And I, I, there, I know, I have no context here compared to most episodes. So this is some, so how'd you become, so losing your laptop and stuff, the, that equals homelessness? Um, I was like couch hopping and like, you were moving to Houston. What was on the other side of Houston? Well, I thought that guy was going to let me live with him, but he just left me at that hotel. Why? Like, how do you get yourself in these situations? There's not many men that get themselves in this situation. She just, this is Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf. (laughs) And it's Jermaine's fault at this point. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Because he was trying to date and you didn't want to date? Basically, yeah. I didn't want to have sex with him. Oh, so it was going to be some weird exchange of. Yeah. Oh. So he was going to move her in, and he was supposed to have sex with her, and she said no. So he ditched her, and he was going to put her ass on the blade or the track, and then she didn't want to do it. And so he ditched her there. So that's how she got abandoned. Let's continue. And it was like, really, you're going to sleep right now? And I was like, yes, I just lost everything that I owned. I'm tired. What, was this a one-instance thing? Yeah. I well, mean, I've met him before. Like, this is someone who I thought was my friend. No, no, no. Sure, no, no, no. I mean, the, the fact that they just left after someone went to sleep is just weird. It just shows that they probably weren't the kind of person you want to be around anyway. Yeah. So, oh, I don't want to say you dodged a bullet. I mean, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Uh, but it ended up to homelessness. So you're going to stay with him. So when you couldn't stay with him, then what? Guys, it's a new uh, year and you need to make right. your money. Fair use, fair use. All right, let's go back here. Fair use. We're not going through his little uh, thing here. Here we go. We got more. Finally got somewhere to stay, took a shower, was clean and whatever, and went to a thrift store and bought some clothes and took took a nap. Went to sleep because I was exhausted. I was sweaty and hot and you know, it felt gross. Okay. And then I got my medication. Mm-hmm. And then he called my dad because that's, my, that's my, um, my dad's brother. And he was like, hey, we have your daughter. What? Um, well, you know, Araceli. Huh? Oh, because you ran away. Yeah. Wait, how old are you? Uh, I was 21. Okay, so it's not really running away, but okay. And Who called like, the hey, day? she's safe. You know, we have her here at my house. Um, she ate. She's fine, whatever. And she's going to stay here for a couple of days or whatever. I'm not really sure what the phone call was about, but I'm guessing it was something along those lines. You had a job, right? Grocery store? No, I didn't have a job at that time. At that time. What were you doing at that time? 
I just live stream a lot. Oh, so live stream what? Whatever I do, like whatever. Brothers. <laughs> my dad's brother, my uncle. What was you doing with your uncle? Was he the pimp? Did you run away with your uncle? How did you get to your uncle's house? All right. Now you got a shower. Your uncle calls. Your dad's brother calls your. And now you live stream. This woman's lying a lot. She's leaving a lot out. Here we go. Whatever I, like whatever I feel like doing at that time. What, like on Twitch? Yeah, Twitch. Oh, you're a streamer. Off. Yeah. Do you make money? Mm-hmm. She lying. She lying. Twitch my ass. You dive. You a webcam girl. She said Twitch. She lying. What? Whatever I do, like whatever I like whatever I feel like doing at that time. What, like on Twitch? Yeah. Tw- yeah. Yeah. Twitch. Twitch. Oh, you're a streamer. Off. Yeah. Do you make money? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> All right, here we go. Right here. How much? Uh, however much they want to give me. How much money do you make on average? Well, since Twitch has a threshold of fifty dollars, I don't make fifty dollars every month. Even if you, I wasn't making enough. Even if you were making twenty five, it wouldn't say. And they gave you the twenty five. I wouldn't say you're making money. No, can't survive off of that. How many viewers do you get? How often do you stream? Um, I stream whenever I want to. Every how often do you every day? Yeah. How many viewers do you get on average? Um. Man. Yeah, just say you a cam girl. Stop lying. Just say you be on Chatterbait. Stop lying. <laughs> she called the lie. Oh, man. That one's pretty tricky to answer because I have a Twitch. I have, hold on. I have this thing that lets my viewers send me food. And there was oh. this one viewer who kept sending me food all the time. So... That person was sending me stuff like money through like PayPal and sending me food through. Uh, I don't even know what that website is called anymore. Seeking arrangements. Uh, I don't know, but it's some. It's a virtual sugar daddy. Yeah, basically. All right, so now we got the sugar daddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, let's count it up, guys. Let's count it up. Remember, I tell you guys. By the time they're your wives and they're and that's you. They're 28. They done been through hell and back. You got to really look back. You got to really look back at a woman's history. Well, my past doesn't matter. Brother, we got mental health, bipolar, and what was the other one? We got runaway. We got a pimp named Slickback trafficking her. We got her losing her shit. We got her daddy's brother, uncle, showing up on the scene. Greyhound bus, back kicked out by Papa. Papa, don't preach. She broke. We got her on. We got her on some streaming app, not making any money. Abandoned at a hotel. This bitch out here on OnlyFans or Twitch or I can't tell. She ain't collected no money. She got a sugar daddy. They done been to hell and back, and she a liar, too. She a liar. 
<laughs> right? Homeless. This woman then lived 18 people's lives getting boned by her uncle. <laughs> Jesus. Dropped out of school, pre-med, sugar daddy, like holy mackerel, bruh. Yeah. And I wasn't giving him anything. He was just happy to talk to me. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I wasn't giving him nothing either. All right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at this lot. And this, guys, this is an average woman. This the average woman. Yep. The spectrum incarnate. This is the spectrum. When I tell you the spectrum, this is the spectrum. What website is called anymore? Uh, I don't know, but it's some. It's a virtual sugar daddy. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And I wasn't giving him anything. He was just happy to talk to me. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, it's called what? Just chatting? Yeah. And like dude, simple over yeah. girls on just chatting all the time. That's a thing. Yeah. I have a few friends that make a good living in it. Uh, so you got food that way, but how many people, you didn't answer my question. How many people do you oh, view you um, live? Uh, I wouldn't say any more than five. So What's our intention yeah. here? What? Huh? I mean, I get it's fun, but don't you need to like survive? Yes. Pay for rent? Yeah. You homeless now? No. Where do you live? With Back with my parents. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now we got her back with her parents. So she done been to hell and back in a matter of three years and back with her parents. And the dad is like, shit. Mama's like, you can't leave her out here in these streets. She's out here. In these streets. Oh, by the way, the mother knew all of this shit. By the way, the mother knew all of this shit. The mother knows the truth. And this woman's lying on the air right now. The mother knows the real story. And she been knew the real story. Are you on medications now? Yes. Therapy? Yes. And? Um... I don't know how my parents feel about that, um, but they're actually the ones who sent me back to the hospital. The hospital. So. Did you have a crisis? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. What the? So far, this is what? What? what, 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 what Ten minutes in, it's like barely even financial audit, but that's okay. It's okay. A life is life, and conversations are good to have. They relate to people, and it all comes back to the finances in the end, anyway. So, it's okay. But and somebody said it. You're right. Uh, the father's gonna pay. Somebody gonna pay for a woman. As soon as they become an adult, it's gonna be either the father, or a pimp, or a husband, or the government, or a corporate job. Somebody gonna pay for these women. They they not gonna survive by themselves, bro. They not surviving for themselves. A therapist, a sugar daddy. They don't. Only fans, ninjas. They rarely do. And so she been out here zooted. She back in the hospital. You don't work right now. Actually, when I was at my grocery store job and over the holidays, um, they kept putting their hands on me. Oh, freak out. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. I'm going to skip now. So now we have the grocery store and sexual harassment. Now we got sexual harassment. I'm going to skip ahead. (laughs) Yeah. All the humanity. All right, I'm going to skip ahead. Let's see here. So she got a job and couldn't keep it. And now, because see, people were touching on her. Let's continue here. Yeah, she lying again. False allegation, more than likely. Or I don't know what it was. And he broke it down. I'm not going to show that part, but he showed that she was shuffling. She just walked away and then came back. He caught her in a lie over there, too. So somebody was putting hands on you. Let's continue. This was like... Last week. Okay. Have you been job searching? Yes. Okay. But acting wise. 
Why? Versus like actually making money. You want to go to you want to go to med school. You want to go to med school. So why don't we make money? Actually, because you want to be a doctor, right? Is that what you want to do? What do you want to do? I want that as a, like to fall back on. Med school is not a fallback. What? Like like once I retire from acting and like does that make sense? <laughs> He's like, oh, the humanity. All right. He's like brothers. He looking at her like, hold up. Wait a minute. Who are you? You guys got to watch who y'all folding up out here, man. They out here, they don't know where they going. That's why I call them they misguided and undecided. Somebody said women need shame, coach, for real. Because every time we let them rig a lot of it, oh, I got this and I got that and I happened and this happened. Nah, man, I don't take, I don't take bullshit from women. I don't. I'm like, look, don't hit me with none of this bullshit. You just dodging accountability. What is it? Let's get to the brass tacks. Let's get to the bottom line. Let's talk turkey. Because if you let them, they're going to come up with a whole spider web full of bullshit. All right, Ninja, you need to tell, uh-uh, no. But they, if they don't want to listen, let them go. Because they ain't no listening. She gone. <laughs> right here we go right here. To me, it makes sense. One second. Am I being pranked right now? If I'm being pranked right now, I'm going to be very upset. Like, I'm going to go to school while I'm still doing the acting and stuff. I, I know my... Med school? They, like, okay, let me, let me... Can I specify which kind of med doctor? Like, oh, I, I mean, I literally wait. asked. Psychiatry. Okay. What did I tell y'all? They eventually circle back. They eventually spin the block. The same people that are on meds spin the block and come back, and they're the ones pushing the pills. They're the ones who are the therapists. The people, I, I tell you, like nobody, nobody that is not be like, ah, I've become a psychologist and help people. It's people that had it and then go out and then they become more of them. They, they multiply. They, they, they be in there studying the brain <laughs> and then they all get their meds and then they all go zooted and they all study and then they all pass out meds like to each other. Like they, I, I'm telling you, I've seen, I've been on college campuses. I've been to these departments. They all wilding. I told you. <laughs> so, yo, how you gonna help? How you gonna help push pills on people? And you got five diagnoses. <laughs> These people. <laughs> yo, this comical to me, bro. This comical. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what you say about me, man. This wow. <laughs> Look at Caleb. Caleb was like this. Oh, the humanity. Psychiatry. You're not qualified. You should not be qualified, bruh. <laughs> All right, anyway, let me go back. Hey, Caleb, I ain't the, you ain't the only one, man. Holy mackerel. Okay. I'm not going to be cutting into it's people's not a bodies. I, I'm going to know enough like, to dispense medicine, not like cutting in people's bodies or like, you know what I mean? Like, I know about the brain. Cool. That's not a fallback. 
if, if I if I don't want to go to med school, I, I still have enough to know like for therapy and like to be a therapist. That still takes a lot of schooling and training. No. Uh, yeah, man. This your therapist right here. <laughs> this your, this gonna be your. <laughs> this gonna be your therapist. This who you want to be. This is their future child's therapist right here. Go back. If, if I if I don't want to go to med school, I, I still have enough to know like for therapy and like to be a therapist. New, 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 new world order. I told y'all. I told y'all. Haven't I been telling y'all this for years? I've been told y'all this, and y'all thought I was lying. You thought I was lying. You guys used everything to shame me. You said this cannot be caught possible. He said, Coach Ben calling it out. I told you. I told you that this is what's going on. Y'all think. <laughs> we got to really start questioning shit. Like, come on, man. How you going to be? Nah, bro. You don't, you, you not qualified to be a therapist. There's no reason they should give you any therapist license at all. You're disqualified. Not with this resume. You should not be taught. And she's going to be some kid's therapy for sure. She's going to be a kid's therapist. She should not. I'm telling you, bro. This is somebody's future wife. I done told y'all. Let's continue. And this is not extreme. Trust me. That still takes a lot of schooling and training. Not as much as, like, not as much as you think. I just need to get a master's. Yes. Do you, but that's again pursuing a higher level of education is not a fallback usually if we're talking a fallback it's like okay this is what i want to do but hey if i can't make it at least i have my bachelor degree and i can use that to go get an office job right. working customer service you're talking you're talking about a higher level education a higher level degree for my... a higher level of workplace that if acting doesn't work out then we're gonna go be a f therapist <laughs> and you... with my bachelor's degree i can go and be a detective Humanity. Let's continue. What the fuck? What are I've, you? <laughs> I've looked at all of the options already. I already have my associate's degree. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? A lot of things. No, no, no. What do you want to do? What is the top list? What do you want to do? Acting. Okay. So why the not that I would have necessarily advised it, but why are we not going to like acting school? Don't have money to pay for it. You're paying for school school. I'm not paying for school school. My mom is paying for school school. What do you mean? You took out $8,000 of student loans. Oh, that's probably fast, buzz, huh? Yeah. Yep. There. Okay. So there's the student loans. This gotta be a skit at this point. There's no way, uh, but there's the student loans. We got the student loans there. Oh, just $8,000. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, we have to thank feminism for that over here. Remember? We have to thank that. That's what she said. We can open up. We can get our own bank accounts. All right. Continuing here. Yes. Yeah. What do you think it was? Well, I don't control the FAFSA. 
Um, what? If I could have FAFSA what do you mean? for acting school, then I would. What do you mean? My mom is making me go to school. So I have to go to school. Is she paying for it? Or are you borrowing through? Yeah, my mom's paying for it. Very What's this then? What is this $8,000? FAFSA. Through... Through what is this? Is this you telling me your mom's paying for it? Well, right now she's paying for it because I'm in. Dallas what is College. this? That's when I was in university. So you went to university before? Yes. yes. Where'd you go? I went to. And why'd you stop? Because they were telling me that I had to have a mi- like a, a a minor. Is how it's called. Okay. Yeah, and I didn't want to have a. I wanted a different minor, and they said no, you have to have this minor, and I didn't want to have that minor. Uh-huh. Continuing forward, let's jump ahead right here. Jump ahead. Oh, this is the last segment. But instead of pursuing acting, why acting? Acting why? If I do finish medical school and... You're not finishing medical school. traumatic. Traumatic. Then I also have acting. Yep. Yep. Trauma. See, this, this, these are these buzzwords that they hang on. And you guys think I'm wild when I say these things. But, yeah, it's kind of bullshit. Traumatic. And even he said, oh, God. Oh, God, no. Because <laughs> that's another excuse. It's just going to be another excuse. That's if all. I do finish medical school and it's traumatic, oh, then I also God. have acting. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to be responsible if you got to hang on all of these excuses. Neither of those are fallbacks because medical school just takes so long to do and you're going to borrow so much money to do it. And then acting, what, 99% of people don't make anything. You're picking extremes for fallback. Fallback is, oh, okay, I'm going through pre-med. And with that, I just get a degree. So my fallback is going to just be, you know, working in an office somewhere. That's fallback. Your fallback go into a position where 90 well is it 99 or is it 99.99 i don't remember but it's something ridiculous of people who want to go into the acting modeling i'm gonna skip it you already almost have ten thousand dollars student loans we're gonna add hundreds of thousands on top of that and you have something in collections for eight thousand two hundred seventy two what is that that i don't know what that is i don't know if that's from the hospital or pull up credit card no I don't know if it's from the hospital. It probably is. Your psychiatrist made off like a bandit. All right. Your psychiatrist. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> All right. Where's that? Hey, where's that collection from? Your psychiatrist. That's where it's from. And your therapist. Bilking that insurance and you didn't pay or you. Well, I don't know how they got it up there. <laughs> you don't know where it's from. Talk to Dr. Gonzo. He got your money. <laughs> Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> All right, let's continue. And I know I'm being very hard on you, but I'll I'll say this. Have you ever had a Russian Your con- coach? No. They're, yeah. You've had a Russian coach? Yes. For what? Harder. Well, I was just going to say I know I'm being hard on you, but I like that sweater. It looks very cozy and warm when it's very cold outside right now. 584 is your credit score. That is not how we want to be approaching 22. Now, 584 credit score. I mean, I'm telling you, man. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I got $3.85 in my purse. This is somebody's future wife. Somebody's going somebody's gonna to bone her. She, you're gonna hit, somebody's going to hit that bottom. And somebody's going to wife her up. Yeah. 
you were telling me. I also I already had have had two apartments, so yeah. Uh did you pay for the apartments? Have you missed things? I have not missed things. They have been paid not by me. Who? Other people. Who? <laughs> Sugars and <sighs> Guys, this cannot be a lie. She can't be acting. This, this is too good. She would be Meryl Streep at this particular point if she was acting. So you had two apartments. You probably been evicted. They, who was paying the rent? <laughs> Your rent's due, motherfucker. Sugar daddy. Get him, daddy. But y'all got y'all guys been y'all y'all guys been telling me I'm bugging. Y'all guys been telling me I'm bugging. This can't be true. Mm. I'm telling you, it's wild out here. They got the power of the phone. As long as they got this, they got a bailout. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And remember, she had five internet sugar daddies at one point. <laughs> Right? Somebody says she's not the only one. No, dude, I know for a fact she's not. There's, there's not. there's not even a doubt in my mind. I know. I, I'm fully aware she's not the only one. This is normal for this woman's age because they flounder and they out here just, you know, waking up at noon, waking up at one, staying up till three, zooted, selling buzz on the internet, streaming, trying to make her OnlyFans. Dropping out of school, going to therapy, running away, coming back, getting evicted. This is going to be the normal. I mean, I've been telling y'all that for two years, but how many more times I got to tell you? Let me get to these super chats because that's all I can take on this one. Let's give her the Reverend X. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Let's call her. This is this is guys because all these women know about these things that they can reach to, so they never have a sense of I, I, I got to work at this job. They can always just be like, I could get a little money here, but it's wild as hell out here. Somebody says I'm seeing it with older women too. Yep, yep. I'm seeing it with women as old as 30, 31. I'm seeing 44. It's wild out here, but the young millennials, the zennials, and Gen Z. It is wild. It is wild. Anyway, let's get to these super chats. Wowzers. Shout out to Dinero Tranquello. And I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep giving you a sponsorship. I'm rich, bitch. He says, uh, started dating a chick 15 years younger. I can see I am going to be clapping a lot. She said she isn't on contraception and will not start. Just purchase mad rubbers. She ain't getting me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Watch out. Gotcha, bitch. My, mayor, my man ain't going to be able to donate no more. But, yes, uh, once they find a hook, once they find a hook, once they find a guy that can help, they're yours. They're going to be on your neck. They're going to be like, can I see you now? Can I see you now? They're going to be on your neck. It's wild. And it, anybody knows, Hooters girls, same thing. Um, uh, Hooters girls, you know, that's just the indoctrination into the sex industry, all right? But they'll come in. If you're a regular and another girl tries to tries to move in on another girl's regular, they be ready to fight and pull hair. Like, they like, uh-uh. 
Mm-mm-mm. Shout out to Fab Life, says, Coach, you're my favorite African-American out here. Shout out to oh, you. Look at my African-American over he here. He says. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Yep. Do you know what I'm he talking says, about? He says, earbuds in and always listening to you on the daily. Thanks for the sanity in this world, man. I'm telling y'all, protect yourself and do your due diligence. Do not take any woman's words. Like, don't ever say, oh, I'm a good one. I don't know. Uh, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Like, you better start asking questions. Ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Like, where did you move? Oh, I just moved in from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Uh, you're 19. You just moved uh, from Atlanta to L.A.? Yeah, you know, I'm just... Oh, um, most people stop right there. I'm like, do not stop right there, bro. You better ask her what she's running from. Who you running from? Who you running from? An ex-boyfriend? Your father? As soon as you say that, <clears throat> uh, yeah, um... My father tried to tr- choke me out. Why? That doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, he was abusive and he yelled at. Hmm. It's weird. Is he, did he go to jail? Did you file a police report? No, I just got right on the Greyhound bus. Oh, hell. You know, j- nobody does that. Nobody does that. And they just out here floundering and shit. Yep, show me the arrest papers. Show me, show me the trauma. Show me, show me the bruises. Show me the neck bru- No, you ain't going to have it. And they be out here lying, bro. They be out here lying, making shit up, meaning that it ain't as bad as they saying it is. So you got to ask questions like, uh, are, are, you, are you in mental health counseling? Are you in therapy? Dude, that one going to torpedo most women. Okay, uh, why did you go? Well, I had trauma. Since when? When I was 14. You be like, oh, Nick. <laughs> All right, what was you doing? What was the trauma? Well, I was a teenage runaway, and I was selling pussy on a ground bus. Oh, Jesus. And I was a stripper, and I was 17, and I had a fake ID. And, yo, they be out here wild, and I dropped out of school. <laughs> Ask her where they come from. What? Are you cool with your parent? Well, my parents split up when I was two. I ain't never seen my daddy came in. He was an alcoholic, a drunk. You'd be like, oh, my Lord. My woman, my mother was so pussy on the side. <laughs> Women be out here with some shit. And if they don't answer questions, run. If they don't answer questions, run. I ain't lying to you at this point. He said, best question, Who? what are you running from? I always tell you, when I hear a woman, when I meet a woman, even at the JUCO, and she says she's not from wherever we are. I always say, what are you running from? And that sobers they ass up real quick because most of them laugh. <laughs> and they like, well, and then you're going to find out. An abusive boyfriend, a divorce, I'm running from a crackhead, I'm running from a pimp, I'm running from a drug habit, dependency, I'm running from my therapist, I'm running for the law, I got a warrant. People think I'm extreme. Ninja, these are legit questions. <laughs> these are legit questions to ask any woman you're meeting today that are over 18 or you suspect them to be over 18. 
any woman 18 to 45, you should be asking these questions. And I had a baby. And I had this. Okay, where's the baby? Who got the custody? Oh, my father. What the fuck? Okay, wait a minute. Hold up. You ain't got custody of your kids? Well, I had a drug issue. Then I got thrown in the pokey. And then I had a domestic violence. And, and they be like 22. <laughs> 22. You're like, how did you get in there? I got caught up for theft. Um, I had a, I had a, um, Pippin and pandering charge. They be out here wiling. Do not take any of these. And this is an average looking chick. This is an average look. Oh, that's me. <laughs> All right. That's not an average looking chick. This is an average chick. Take a look. You would think she innocent. You would think she ain't never seen. No pipe. Yep, and they had three early terminations of pregnancy. A woman lives a life that a man does not live, meaning that we don't tend to rebel to the point that they rebel. When we're 15, 16, 17, we know the realities of being a man. We can't go out here and sell no puss to make it through. We can't even have sugar daddies, right, or sugar mamas. So we end up just towing the line and, you know, okay, figuring ourselves out. But they... Stealing from their job, getting fired from four jobs, quitting the job after a week, <laughs> selling feet pictures at 12. They be doing some wild shit. And then when they come out with that spiritual soft girl era shit, this is why. And I always say this. I always say this, guys. And, and kicked out of college, dropped out of three colleges. And then they come up here. Oh, I have great visions. I'm going to start a business. I'm going to be an entrepreneur, a boss, babe. I'm going to be a doctor, therapist, psychologist. And you're like, huh? Huh? There's no way. And then you don't, buy, you don't even ask no questions. You just go straight, straight for the vagina. You go straight for the wedding ring. All right, here we go right here. You look good. You look innocent. A lot of these people are lost souls. And it ain't a joke. And this is normal. This is normal. I don't care if they came from the suburbs, the cities, or whatnot. It's wild out here. It's wild. Dudes will move this woman in. You'll be like, oh, I'll take you in. Come move in with me. I'll fix your life. Ninja, you'll come back to your house and your shit will be either destroyed or cleaned out. This woman will be on drugs, sitting on the couch, ain't took a shower, and then you go reach for some pussy, and she's going to turn you down and put the claws going to come out. <sighs> I am not going to have sex with you. Then your ass will be in domestic violent court. Uh, Crazy. They out here, yeah, cookie monster, googly eyes. But because she looks innocent, you'll be like, mm. <laughs> it's crazy. Unbelievable. Shout out to Crypto Keeper says, I met a guy who was okay that his wife strips and she is in therapy too. He said men who can't handle that are weak. Yeah. <laughs> they weak. Like how you weak? Brothers, I, I'm telling you, man, it, we're going to get to the point where Gen Z men are going to have to, they're going to have to marry women like this. Just like y'all had to marry single mothers. By the time you hit 30, you were like, well, I guess I don't have any choice. Shout out to Justin O. He says, I don't want a daughter. That was scary. 
Well, you got to make sure that the mom and I think and I'm going to just assume that the mom of that girl was an enabler. I'm just going to assume the mom of that girl is an enabler, meaning that the mom knew this woman was headed up Shit's Creek long time ago and the dad wanted to apply pressure and the mom saved her from the pressure. Right. And now the dad like I can't do nothing with this shit. Shout out to uh, just, uh, Jeff, the producer, says, Coach done told y'all. <laughs> All right, I done told y'all. Jabari says, hey, Coach, the brick lady on the run. Yep, I covered that yesterday. Gone. Yep. Yep, she'll be on the couch eating Takis, sitting up there, and you'll be like, did you go get a job? Did you work? She's like, I didn't feel like going into work today. you would be like, why? Shout out to Crystal Emilio says, diet is everything, and uh, bad skin equals bad health. Take care of your skin, man. I mean, damn. Shout out to Preston says, women, can I have all the resources of you just without you? They're going to do their sandbagging on y'all. Sandbagging, meaning like you'll move her in and she'll sandbag. And she'll be like, you can't get, but give me this, give me that, give me this, give me some money, give me that. But I'm not going to give you anything back. All right. Eli says, acne Money, acne scars ain't no joke. Take care of your skin for sure. Be careful with your skin out here. Acne is no joke. Some people do have bad acne. Um, I never had bad acne, luckily. Um, I did would get a zit every now and then, but luckily I didn't have bad acne. We do have some brothers here, five over here, and then we got, did I get all the super chat? Yeah, I did. Shout out to Gregory B. Okay, I missed you already, but yes, guess who didn't miss? CGA. CGA. Have I missed yet? I know that's an extreme. If there's a woman, uh, 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 our, our residential manager of uh, an establishment that we'll call Hooters is here. She knows about this. She knows. She knows I ain't lying. She did, probably deal with a lot of women coming and going in and out with their crazy bullshit. Shout out to pro, pro Man says, you are not lying, Coach. When I graduated from Special Forces School, my wife used to work at the BC at Air Force Base. I'm not sure what the BC is, but he says, I used to come home wrecked. She would come home yapping about some bitch at the cash register. And it's going to throw off your whole sex capade that night. So she mad at a woman at a cash rest register, and now you can't get no sex, <laughs> right? A lot of issues aren't men's fault. You know what? You know where men lose? It's because we don't care, right? It's because they want to vent, and they want us to listen to them, and we like, man, I ain't got no time for this shit. And then they're like, you don't listen to me. <laughs> you like... I'm not going to listen to your problems anytime you have it, a.k.a. I'm not going to be an emotional tampon, a.k.a. You're not going to trauma dump on me. That's not why I signed up. You won't trauma dump on me. I refuse to have you trauma dump. I am not your therapist. I'm your mate, your sexual mate, your boyfriend, your husband. I am not your emotional tampon. I did not sign up for that. I'm sorry you're having problems, but every day ain't going to be you taking your frustrations out on me. And then if you don't like my response, now I don't get no pussy. Take your pity party somewhere else. It ain't going to be me. Bye-bye. You got to have leverage to kick their ass out because they will use you as this. And then they will say, well, you don't care and you don't feel like it. No, no, get out. Get out. (laughs) 
and I don't feel bad. Ninja, well, I'm going to do something to myself. Do it. Ninja, don't threaten me, all right? Because, look, they'd be like, well, if you you threatened me and you said to do it if you wanted me. Hey, you just said you was going to jump off a bridge 12 times in this week. Ninja, I can't tell you. I, I can't stop you, obviously. You've been thinking about it. You either get some help or splat. I mean, I can't do nothing about it. Obviously, it's out of my hands. But what you ain't going to do is blame me because I ain't going to jump on the bridge with you either. <laughs> All right. Come on. Uh, anyway, any any woman that threatens that they're going to harm themselves and they say it multiple times, send they ass out to the stove. Do not stick with them. Kick them the fuck out of your house immediately. As soon as you hear that, oh, okay. All right, get out. <laughs> Take them to the hospital. Drop their ass off at the therapist's office and be out. All right, don't let them do that to you because that is another thing they're trying to do to keep you uh, listening to their bullshit. All right, you ain't about to tell me you're going to harm yourself. All right, you out. I'm just letting you know, man. <laughs> but I can't help you with that. I can't help you with that. That ain't my expertise. You need a doctor. Anyway, but a lot of people don't know how to handle that. I'm going to tell you how I handle it. I'm going to kick your ass out. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you go. You getting dumped. All right. Because I ain't going to sit up in here and listen to that like for two years. Because you're going to get in trouble for that. They're going to blame you and they're going to. Yeah, that's emotional abuse. And they're going to blame you for emotional abuse for telling them. Well, shit, dig a bridge over there. All right. Do not, guys, do not put up with this. I'm telling you as men, because women use this a lot. Soon as they say that, kick them out. <laughs> Take them right to the hospital and say, there you go. You'll be close to some people that can help you. But it ain't my expertise. Do not let them do this to you guys. <laughs> do not let them do this. Because they'll use that shit against you. Drop them off, kick them out, take them to the nearest hospital and say, they can help your ass if you're thinking about doing it. But I can't. <laughs> All right, anyway, they just playing games. All right, anyway, shout out to our brother here, Thomas. Shout out to the coach, gang. And the coach, after you started playing that ninja showing his teeth around them two milly mouth, sloppy toppy porcelain princesses, at the show only ninjas at my job as he saw the segment unfold <clears throat> he says he acknowledged and he was showing his teeth that yes that is every ninja's fantasy he's a black and mild booty showing hot breath slinging his johnson ninja that thinks it's an investment to buy a nice car to get a woman i was rolling coach because i wish you could have seen it free agent for life play whatever sound that you want I wish a nigga would. 100%. 100%. That's a man's dream. The black man's dream is to have two women, preferably average-looking white women, sleeping in his bed, paying his bills. Xavion, not to start a race debate, but just stating facts, 2020 Pew Research study found that white women aged 18 to 29 that identify as liberal were diagnosed with mental health issues by medical professions at a rate at 56%. Versus 27 to 28% of 
by moderate conservatives. All right. And so, yeah, I mean, I actually know that data as well. And uh, <clears throat> there's a couple of reasons to explain it. I would see these people tend to reach out to those services. All right. Maryland guy says, coach, that woman you were reading is Julia from How to Beast. Oh, was it? Her husband is a multimillionaire YouTuber. Millionaires ain't putting up with her uh, with OnlyFans girls. Let me go back and check because um, I do know how to beast. I used to watch his channel. Um, I haven't watched it much in years. Is that her? She got pink hair. Why does she make her hair pink? All right, so she looked way better without that pink hair. Well, uh, maybe it's not. She looks different, but um, anyway, she wanted to start an OnlyFans page. Uh, how to beast wife. I think she might've started one too. So um, they do a successful YouTube, but there was a point where his wife, that probably was when I stopped watching them where she said, I'm considering doing only fans because her friends were doing a lot of only fans and making a lot of money. And she had to have a conversation. I think he married her, but that's a bait and switch. I don't know if she did it, but yeah, I was like, what? Oh, man. But again, he had to have a conversation to tell her. Yeah, it wasn't her. That wasn't her. I just looked at it. But she did. they did have a video where she was like, hey, my friends are making $30,000 a month. This was kind of towards the pandemic area uh, time of the year. And uh, they had to have a conversation like, okay, we just got married. We're buying a house. We could use the extra money. She was like, I could have this money as my money. Look it up. Look it up. Look that shit up. It's on there. All right, shout out to him. I know he's kind of Manosphere adjacent because he does dating coach stuff. And so I know some of the people who follow me follow him. Let me see here. See if I can pull it up. Yep, here it is right here. Here it is right here. So uh, this is him right here. Uh, she's starting in OnlyFans. This is his wife. And she got a lot of plastic surgery and breast implants. And, you know, she's a she's a manufactured woman. But, yeah, she even was like, mm, you know, I guess the, the decision was made that at the point they didn't do it. But I don't even know. That was years ago. How old was that video? Two years ago. So that's about right. And that could literally be almost three years ago when the video came out just based on how YouTube does it. But I definitely watched that during the pandemic. And I was like, damn, did your wife come? Oh, my Lord. And say she want to start an OnlyFans, ninja. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, ninja. But if he doesn't let her start one, guess what? It could be grounds for divorce. Okay. All right, I, I, you know what, Vans? I'm reading your, I'm reading your thing, and uh, yeah, you're right. I actually thought about that later. About yeah, I thought about that. So you're right. Um, that that the switch audience. I did think about that. So I was like, wait a minute. You know what? Yeah, you're right, Vans. He didn't want me to read that out loud, but I agree. Um, he mentioned something else. I agree that that I thought about it. So shout out to Brandon says coach, 26 year old Jamaican living in New Jersey, started a job as an auto technician last month, working on Porsches as I'm leveling up, becoming a high value target in life. I see my female counterparts struggling to do basic things. 
They passed up on me in my earlier years so they can watch from the sidelines as I head to the JUCO. Take me out with the car fire. Uh oh. Well, what you did to my car? Congratulations. What you did to my car? I can't stand it, though. I can't stand it. Somebody said, um, who contacted Quinnell and guessed she needed a man? All right. Is that who the, is that the girl, uh, the brick girl? She needed a man. They always going to need a man to help out, man. And listen, I'm here to help out ladies however you want, however you want. But uh, one thing about age, one thing about age is that age for women and age for men are kind of almost different that I believe if you look at how women's, when they develop, the, I know be, the uncomfortable conversation coming in. When women start to develop and menstruate and they develop their feminine features, it's game on for them. Unfortunately, whether they're mentally ready for this, it is game on. Men, on the other hand, are still coming out of prepubescence and they haven't hit puberty yet. Puberty. So men, as women start to develop, they're starting to get attention, unwanted attention, wanted attention, and this is a major distraction. Thus, they start an aging process and are start to be exposed to things, a life that doesn't match up with men their age, young boys. So young boys are still over here in ninth and 10th grade. Girls are starting to move in a different area, a move in a different way. Thus, they're exposed to things that young boys aren't. And thus, we live in a parallel universe. So they start becoming, getting attention from whether you like it or not. And I showed you the data. Older men, you know, uh, could be their father's friends. It could be their brother's, older or younger brother's friends. They're starting to get phone numbers and distracted. Maybe they're boy crazy. Maybe they're sure. And if you add any of the insecurities and the woman's bite, fighting each other, right, in the women's competition and where they stand in the social hierarchy in terms of are they in the popular group? Where do they stand in a popular group? Are they in the oddities? Are they in the unknown? Are they in the forgotten? Do they have acne and bad skin or are they the shit? Then you jump on social media and you look at that. They live in a thing. We're not even exposed to any of that. And there could be highs and lows to this exposure. They're exposed to even lesbianism, people taking uh, advantage of their minds in terms of teachers. They're making difficult choices related to career and family. They don't know how old they are. Are they still a kid? Are they a woman? Some women want to grow up. Some women are sitting up there like, I still want to watch cartoons and play with, uh, play with dolls. So this got tough, tough, area as they're outside we showed you the data young women start being sexually harassed or at least street harassed as young as 10 11 and 13 and 15 we don't get this we just maybe got a crush and we wondering why our little thing get hard and why we want to poke anything that walks we're not there yet by the time she is 18, she in another world. By the time I hit 18 or young men hit 18, it's another world. 
Then you go from 18 to 22. People start offering her money, drugs for free, entry into the nightclub. All right. Uh, all kind of shit. All kind of stuff. And then she got to make choices as to where she's going to start working, go to school, compete, get married. This is a very, very difficult time in their lives, meaning that they're progressing at a rapid rate. Rapidly. Now, what does that mean? By the time they hit 30, they didn't live two of y'all ninjas' lives. Two. They've seen things that you haven't be, ever been seen. Ever. Like, they've seen famous people. Up close. They fuck famous people. They've been offered Johnson by famous people. They've been offered drug by famous people. They've been invited to this, that, and the other. They've never been flown to islands. They've been flown out. Right? We can't meet a celebrity. Imagine you're 17 and 18. You'd wish you meet your favorite basketball player. You wish you miss your favorite, you met your favorite baseball player. You wish you met your favorite hockey player. Well, they fucked them. Or at least got an offer in the DMs. Or at least met them at a party. Or at least had a drink with one. <laughs> or it was flown out by one. 18, 19, 20, 21. We'd hope. We see our favorite athlete. We're 19. Hey, how you doing? And he walks past us like we ain't even there. But they been in the presence of him. They've been on yachts and boats and parties. Not all of them, but that's the ability of her at that age to do that. Us, hi, sir. You're the best player. You're my favorite player. I got all your baseball cards. Can I have a signature? I bought all your shoes. And he'll walk past you like he don't know you. <laughs> like what? She's sitting up under them having drinks, letting her, letting them finger fuck her. <laughs> right? Just like, this is a family show. But that's how wild it is. So by the time they get to 28, 29, 30, and then you meet them, now you're 28, 29, and 30, you got a body count of two, she got a body count of 28, and a whole bunch of war stories, guess what she says? She says this. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture. Hey, don't you want to settle down? Aren't you tired of out here dating? Aren't you tired of the hookup culture? Aren't you tired of out here being a hoe? Don't you want... Hey, what? Aren't you tired of out here? And that's Don't you, you want to get married? Aren't you tired of online dating? Or don't you want to... Uh, I settle down. I have my fun. I'm burnt out. What happened? Where did all the men go? All right, aren't you tired of all of this random sex? And you like... <laughs> you're like wait am i tired of hookup culture i'm just getting some and she's like well you ain't getting them for me i'm not that type of girl anymore you're like <laughs> am i tired of hanging out partying i haven't been invited to a party in two years am i tired of hooking up am i tired of having fun do i want to settle down uh none no nope <laughs> Am I tired of just having fun out here partying and going on yachts and mansions and traveling on other people's dime? Am I tired of having random sex on the internet? Where? <laughs> I'm just started two weeks ago. <laughs> you want me to throw in the towel already? What you talking about? Am I tired of it? I'm literally just getting going, ma'am. Like, what are we doing here? 
I'm trying to get the hookup thing. I didn't just got my riz. I didn't got my game. I just got my confidence now. I'm just warming up. I ain't never been on a yacht. I'm thinking of buying a yacht in 25 years. <laughs> right? I got a job. I done stacked a couple thousand dollars in my bank account. I'm ready to make it rain. I just got in the door and she ready to retire to Poonani. She ready to retire. See, she thinks we live the same lives because she's at the met a group of men and she's seen them all in the same circle. And she thinks that all men get that. Like what? And she's like, I've been to 14 countries. I've been to 38 States. I've been around the world and I, yeah, yeah. And you like, I've never been out of the country. I don't got a passport, nothing. All right. <laughs> she's like, why? Oh, you're so uncultured. You're like, uncultured? I actually have to pay for my trips. <laughs> my daddy don't pay for my trips. Sugar daddy don't pay for the trips. Ninjas ain't flying me out. All right? You probably paid for your ticket, but then you had to sell some pussy to go get the next, to get your rent money. I don't have these options, ma'am. Your husband paid for your trip. All these vacations you bragging about, how many of them you actually paid? Zero. Right. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. For me to leave the country, I got to pay for the damn flight. And if I'm bringing a woman, her flight, hotel, I'm paying the whole damn fee. If I want to take my wife out of the country, same thing. What are you talking about? I haven't been anywhere yet. I've been here grinding and working. Trying to get to the ability to afford a pricey piece of tail like you. <laughs> it's wild so men and women are completely different unfortunately i really think it's different for women at age 30 and men at age 30 i don't care if it's a boring woman and she's a completely bored and average she's lived a completely different life so by the time she get to 30 and you get the 30 you're not the same you're not the same. By the time you get the 40 and she gets the 40, you're not the same. And so people say, how can you date a woman younger than you? You don't have anything in common. I'm virtually going to say, as a 40-year-old man, I probably have zero in common other than living the same time period with a woman. We listened to the same music. We were at the same nightclub. We had com completely different experiences when we were both 24. You had one experience. I had another. I was standing in the, in the corner trying to run Mac on any woman, and you was in the VIP swinging your hair. <laughs> you was getting free drinks. I was actually trying to pull $25 out of my damn ATM machine without uh, overdrafting my card. All right, I had $28 in my account. I could pull out 20 and I was like, this going to have to last. Okay. So, yeah, you showed up with $0. I showed up with 20 and I parked my valet. I parked my Honda Civic at the valet and got sniggled at. You got dropped off in a Rolls Royce Cullinan by some club promoter that invited y'all in so y'all could pack the club with booty and titties. Yeah, uh, we didn't live the same life. We lived a whole different life. Now we're both 40. 
you're 40. We make a fantastic power couple, I'm sure. With you having a significant advantage over me. Right, <laughs> anyway. Now I got hit with $3 ATM fee. I pulled out 20. I got $3 left. Shit. Anyway. The only thing we have in common is that we watch the same TV shows and we know the same dates of things that came out. Other than that, we live a completely different life. You were on easy mode and that was about to get hard for you. I lived hard and that was about to get easy for me. Last thing I want to do is be with you. So I'm headed to the JUCO. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. Anyway. You look like a freshman. Now, now my reward is to take care of you after you've been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. This is my reward for working hard for 40 years. You left over. Uh, I don't think so. JUCO, I go. <laughs> All right, anyway. Look, let me check these Super Chats. We got everybody, I think. Let me check over here, and I think we got everybody. Look. We got one more show this week. We got one more show. We're going to do it tomorrow morning, and it's the morning show, and then we're going to be off. Oh, we're going to have a sports show this weekend. We should have it this weekend for NFL playoffs. We're going to come back from that. I'm working like a crazy. Well, I don't have a job, but I'm working crazy. Indeed. Shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Hit the like button, and thanks for watching the playbacks. Peace. <laughs>